Uh, welcome, everyone, to the pilot episode of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Dan, to my left, and straight ahead are my brothers, Corey and Will, Mirtha, and to my right is a uh, good buddy, longtime friend, Eric Homa. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 100 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. We got a studio full of people. Uh, we are going to be talking a little bit later to some of the previous guests that we've had on the on the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. And, uh, of course, later on during the episode, we're going to be doing our Top Ten Revisited, which you probably know if you follow us on any social media outlets. Welcome, everybody, to episode 200 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Welcome, everyone. 300 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. So uh, the big episode 300. Uh, we are going to do our usual 100 episode, and it, our pilot episode was this too, but our top 10 games. Uh, I guess it's going to be top 10 games revisited, 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 revisited. Is that what it's called? That's Three too revisits? Many revisited. Three revisited. You, you threw like revisited? five in there. Revisited, revisited, revisited. Yes. Okay. So that that's going to be our our topic. It's it's I guess it's going to be a tradition that from now on, every time we hit 100 episodes, yeah. uh, we'll be revisiting our top 10 games list. I guess if they change, if they don't change, well, I guess if they don't change, maybe that we should make a a notation to that, right? Well, mm-hmm. I, I like the way we're doing it today because yeah, mine might doing, not change. We are doing it a little bit differently this time. We are. Going to be listing the games that we had for episode 200. Uh, I personally picked a couple games that I want on my list, and we're going to hash that out kind of live during the episode and, and, and figure out our lists live while we're, while we're all here and, and able to talk about the games that we want on our, on our list. So uh, it should involve a little longer conversation, you know, than just, oh, this favorite game is this, you know. More justifications too, I think, which is important because the the why is more important than the actual uh, actual list itself, you know. Yeah, I can I can certainly help to argue against Corey and Will's lousy picks for their lists. Okay, yes. life is strange being number one all, yeah. all, of all time. Gotcha. I'm sure there will be a couple of lousy ones on there. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, so well, let's get started, shall we? Yeah, uh, I, should say, I should say too. We're gonna do this and then feedback. Uh, we won't have nibble bits or our weeks or what we played. Uh, we'll get caught up on all that stuff next week's episode, which I think we're doing all time thummies, right? We still want to do that for three hundred one. Oh my god, that's a still a daunting task. All time thummies. Really? That's very yes. daunting. Is it daunting? It's a little daunting. I'm intimidated. Well, because you only need to pick one game for each category. Like, I probably could rip through them in 20 minutes, I would think. Mm. You're a special a couple, breed, though. There, was, there would only be a couple where I would have, be like, I would have to hem and haw a little bit, I think. Wait, so we're not going to fight over a fourth place game? 
No, it's all time thummies individually. It's not as a group. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, okay. That's, that's not that's as daunting. daunting. Yeah. I don't have to get my gander up for that. No, no. You you pick your own individual games uh, thummies. All right. All right, we'll yeah. go with that for now. We'll, <laughs> yeah, it, we'll amend it probably about uh, 8 o'clock next Wednesday night. When none of us have done anything <laughs> yet. So, okay, anyway, let's get started. Uh, Will, I think we'll, we'll start with you. Me. Top 10 games of all time. Uh, I guess just list them off first and uh, let us know what you want to replace. Okay, so at 10, I have Fire Emblem Awakening. At 9, I have Halo 3. At 8, Call of Duty World at War. 7, Earthbound. 6, Super Smash Bros. Wii U. 5, Fallout 3. 4, Final Fantasy 7. 3, Mass Effect 2. 2, Final Fantasy 6. And 1, Final Fantasy Tactics. Now, the way I did this is I kind of have no rhyme or reason. I just have a bunch of games that I have on my list that I've really liked over the past couple I don't know, year and a half uh, since we did our last one, and kind of like, oh, this could be in my top ten. So yeah, should I just that's, list them? That's what I did too, pretty just much. Just list them off. Yeah, hit it. Okay. Yeah, here. So for one, I have Final Fantasy fifteen, two Life is Strange, three Terraria, four Breath of the Wild, and five Pokemon Diamond. Okay. Well. <clears throat> Initially, let's have a look here. I'm looking at your uh, your list from episode 200. Mm-hmm. I would... Uh, well, what games are you willing to part with? I guess start there. So I'd be willing to part with Earthbound, probably. Okay. Um, and maybe... To be okay, so it'd be, it would be Earthbound, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, or Halo Three would be the ones that I'd be m- the most okay with parting with. There's a lot now, of Final you... Fantasy on there. That's why I was thinking <laughs> Fifteen would probably not make it as much as yeah. I loved it. I was gonna say, do you like that more than you like the other three? Do definitely not more than I like the other three top ten worth. Like this wouldn't slot in my top five. Well, if if Final Fantasy fifteen is not going to push out one of those three games, then I wouldn't yeah, have it on the list. You don't want half your list to be Final Fantasy. Well, I mean, you might that want good, that, but that's not that's not credible. I would argue, Will, that Final Fantasy fifteen is superior to Earthbound and Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah, yeah that's sort of what I what I thought. I mean, at least same genre, at least an RPG. Yeah, but I, I, think, I hear you. Better, better than better than Awakening, really? Yes, I think so. I haven't played it, so I can't I can't comment on it. But I mean, it's really up to you whether you want four Final Fantasy games on your list. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll come back to that. I don't know. It, it, I like what were the other ones. So the next one I have is Life is Strange. That'll honestly probably chart in the top ten. Um, and then Terraria, which my, okay. So out of every, if I put a hundred hours in one week in a game, that says something about the game. It's a pretty special game. Uh, and like, I still look back and think very fondly of Terraria and I still want to play it. So I feel like I should definitely have this in my top 10 for how highly I regard this game and how much I loved it when I played it. Are you looking, are you looking at putting any new games in your top five? Probably not. That's probably okay, solidified. Your the only top thing five that, is locked. The only thing that might 
Switch would be Smash Brothers goes five and Fallout Three goes three or six. Okay, so they switch places. That might be. I don't know. I haven't decided. So, I still, I so really, Smash a lot. you're probably not looking to do anything in your top six then. Nope. Okay. So I think you get rid of Earthbound. Okay. I agree. And I, yeah. I would put Life is Strange in there just based on what I've heard you say about Life is Strange and and what you thought about it. That was your game of the year. Was Terraria your game of the year when that came out? Uh, no, because Corey and I played that well after it came out, I'm pretty sure. Ah, fair enough. Uh, think... Why is Halo 3 on your list? Uh, it's my favorite Halo that I've played. I think it has... Um, it brings me back to the nostalgia a little bit of like high school and playing Halo 3 a lot with my friends and stuff like that. Um, as I said, it is my favorite Halo. Um, one of my favorite shooters that I've ever played, too. Yeah. Um, as I said, though, I'm I was hoping right you wouldn't say nostalgia because it would have been easier for me to tell you to take it off. Well, that that shows how old we are because his high school uh, Halo game was three. Ours was number one. one. My Yeah, <laughs> Halo Combat Evolved is my fourth game. I don't even think it was high school, wasn't it? After weren't we? We were in our first year of college. I we? was. I feel like I was in high school up till I was like twenty five. Okay, you old bastards. It, at least, did, at least mentally. Yeah, it did take a long time. It, it felt like. Yeah. But I, because I got my Xbox right before, right before I graduated from high school. Okay. So here's so, what I'm thinking. I think you get rid of Earthbound. You put Terraria there. Okay. You get rid of Fire Emblem and you put Life is Strange there. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I am going to go... If it were me, and this is your list, I would drop Fire Emblem. I think Earthbound is uh, way better than Fire Emblem Awakening and and a way more iconic game in gaming. Uh, And and slot Life is Strange in the Fire Emblem spot instead of Earthbound. But that's me. That's my two cents. So you're leaving Earthbound. I'm leaving Earthbound. I think it's too important of a game. So do you, does he leave Terraria off his list then? You know my take on Terraria. That is my number three game of all time. So well, right. So wh- where does he put that then? Call of Duty. I've heard Will talk more about World at War than I have. Yeah, that's a good point. Probably he also played it on multiple Halo, systems. Fire Emblem, Earthbound. Yeah. So here's a little perspective for my Call of Duty World at War. I hit 10th prestige highest level on the Xbox and then did it again on PC. So here's what I'm thinking, Will. Either uh, Life is Strange does not make your top 10 or you drop Fire Emblem and Earthbound. That's my vote. So and okay. that's just that's just based on the games he's read off so far. The you know he's got a few others after that, correct? Yeah, I've got yeah. Breath of the Wild and Pokemon Wild. Diamond. Pokemon Diamond. Yeah, I mean, I just from hearing you talk about these games, I think the only ones that make it are Terraria and uh, Life is Strange. Okay, so I'm gonna walk through my thought process on Breath of the Wild and Pokemon. So with Pokemon. This is this one's this is tough for me because I'm a huge Pokemon fan and I always have been and will probably always continue to be one. Uh, so sitting here when I was coming up with what I could possibly add, I was like, well, I feel like I should have a Pokemon game in my top ten for how much I adore the franchise. And I was like, which one's my favorite one? And it's Diamond. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, is it worth putting in my top ten if I'm sitting here thinking, well, I'm such a huge fan, it should be in my top ten. I think you like Life is Strange and Terraria more. Okay. 
as yeah individually yes as a as a franchise i think you're in love with pokemon and i kind of struggled with this with with mass effect uh i love mass effect but any one of those first three games cannot crack my top 10 because as individuals they're not that good as a whole they are but any one of those games i don't think is good enough to crack my top 10 you bite your tongue sir well we can talk about that because i do have mass effect on my list but we'll get there okay okay all right so okay so yeah definitely i won't have a pokemon now breath of the wild i haven't finished this game i've put like 30 hours into it and it is far and away my favorite zelda game um yeah but it's a lot different than the other ones too yeah, it's a lot different. It still retains a lot of the Zelda ness. Well, it has the charm of it, but I think this game's pretty special. Um, and like I know you, Eric and Corey, have kind of after the allure of it, kind of where it wore off. You guys are like, all right, I'm done. I just kind of want to beat it. And 30 hours into the game, I, the allure of it hasn't worn off. Like I still pick it up and do stupid stuff and still laugh and have a blast and. Give it another at? ten. Give it another what ten. What are you laughing at, Will? This is like, oh, I get attacked by these moblins rolling boulders off a cliff. Like that just makes me chuckle. <laughs> All right. No, I hear you. I mean, uh, I think Zelda's a fair a fair game to consider for your list. The only I just thing... don't feel like I've heard you talk about Zelda like I heard you talk about Life is Strange in Terraria. Yeah, that's true. Um, I what I'm thinking is Zelda when I actually. Because of how crazy like this couple months have been, I will probably add it down the line. But because I have, I like to beat the games that I add to my list, so like I can be like, yeah, I beat that. Um, Must be and nice. I, and I haven't, <laughs> and I, I'm not even close to beating Zelda. I've done one Divine Beast, so like maybe when all is said and done, it'll be something that I end up adding. But as of right now, uh, maybe it doesn't make the cut. Yeah, I think it, especially if you're considering it now, Breath of the Wild is one of those games I think will everybody will recall more fondly even than when when they played it originally. Yeah. You know, and I think uh time has a lot to do with these lists. Yeah. You know, let let things marinate in your brain and I think I'll re- recall Breath of the Wild uh much more fondly than I did initially as well even though I, I really did like it and sang its praises, I think I'll appreciate it even more down the line. So maybe you just, for now, skip it. Okay. But I'm that, fine I mean, with that. that's up to you. And I'm you'll with ha- Eric. I, I don't, your thoughts are one thing, but in terms of what you've discussed on this podcast, I didn't hear anything that would indicate to me that it would be in your top 10. Okay. That's fair. So basically we got to figure out how we're going to slot Terraria and Life is Strange in. Um, my initial thought was listening to you guys talk about it. Life is Strange should replace Earthbound and Terraria should replace Fire Emblem. Okay. That was just my initial. For you specifically, Will, how many times did you play Earthbound? I think I played through it twice. Okay. That's more than I thought. (laughs) You thought only once? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Final but Fantasy VII is the only game on here that I've played through once. Like, again, I don't remember Will talking about Earthbound like these other games. So, Earthbound is a game that I beat twice before this podcast. Mm. Um, and a long fucking time ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. And on top of that, I don't think... 
it's something that's come up, like the Final Fantasy series that, I mean, I forgot who it was, but like our first like 40 episodes are littered with us talking about Final Fantasy VI and tactics every 20 minutes. Like, you know, it's something that just doesn't get brought up as often. And like we talk about our nostalgia with like the shooting games with like Halo and Call of Duty. So I could see it not being brought up as much as the other ones. Mm -hmm. I played Earthbound, was it two years ago to completion Mm -hmm. on the Wii U? It holds up a lot better than than I would have thought initially. It really Uh, does. I was very surprised. Probably not quite as well as like a Final Fantasy VI, but it it definitely holds up. But it's also, and I'm with you on that, Dan, but it's also its own, it's a different kind of beast, too. It's a very different kind of beast, yeah. You know, in terms of uh, the SNES RPGs, definitely. Well, e- even but. to this day, like, there's not, a, I mean, a little more so, but not a lot of games, like, an RPG set in the modern day. I know it was modern day, like, 25 years ago or whatever, but, yeah, uh, you know, the Persona series, I guess, is one of them. But there's not, there's not a lot set in, like, you know, current no, day. No, I'm with RPGs you in specifically. As these beers in that shot start to sink in a little bit, I'm feeling way more strongly about keeping Earthbound on the oh, list. Oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> we should have kept Corey sober tonight. He's not thinking clear. As mine said, and I'm thinking even more clear, Earthbound shouldn't be on this list, Will. Okay, for starters, at number 10, I will slot in Life is Strange. Yeah. Fuck that game. Will, give me, give me two seconds. Okay. I'm going to write these down now and keep them in our shared notes list. Okay. So we, I don't have to go through doing it two years again. from now. Guys, let's do whatever <laughs> we can to delete this list. So Corey, so listen again. Corey, I don't know what happened. It was crazy. Just delete it. <laughs> it just got my thumb started hitting buttons. I, <laughs> I panicked. I'll just blame one of the kids getting my phone. You know? Dan, yeah, Dan's oh, got gosh. a perfect now. I can tell Cooper ate my phone. <laughs> All right. Life is strange at number 10, right, Will? Correct. Okay. So so it boils down to Earthbound or Terraria. Or Halo 3 and Terraria. Oh! I'm, I'm not opposed okay. to dismissing Halo 3. Because I gave well, Earth, Earthbound, here's, Fire Emblem, and Halo as the ones I'd be willing. Here's my thought with that. And, and I don't... We discussed this a little bit last week. I don't have the affinity for Halo 3 that you guys apparently do. Um, but I do have the affinity for Halo 1. And I guess that was is my best way to compare Halo 3 for you because you said uh, it was nostalgic for you because you used to play it with your friends and all that shit, which is yep. um, exactly why Halo 1 is on my list. And I'd be damned if I'm taking that off. Man, this is tough because I really want to add Terraria, but I really don't know what I want to drop. I think for me, it's either going to have to be Call of Duty or Earthbound. In my opinion. I'm with Eric. But I'm Call of Duty. I've heard you talk way more. You love World of War, and I've heard you say that so, so many times. Yeah. World of War just, was a special game. I just hate it to was. see Earthbound go. We need an Earthbound representative. Do we? Dan, Dan still might have it on his list. It's on my we'll list. To find out. Oh, see, there you go. I see it as more of a Dan's list game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
I think I think we make a switch here. Well, your your call, Will. I don't know if I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the, that's the best I have to offer. This is so hard. And you know me, I'm not good with decision making. We can come right, back well, to it. Let's come back to it. So, uh, number 10, you have Life is Strange. Are you keeping Halo 3 for sure? I don't know. <laughs> well, he is keeping his top six, Corey. So, Super Smash Bros. is definitely staying and everything beyond that, right? Correct, yeah. Those will all definitely be there. And World at War will be definitely eight. Oh, so you're keeping that for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to we're going to come back to that. Bad, do it. Uh, Terraria do it. nine. Halo gone. Oh, Halo. No, Halo gone. Yikes. <laughs> wow. I guess that for Will, I guess that makes the most sense. I disagree. I think Earthbound makes more sense, but that's fine. So Will, Terraria at nine. Yeah, quick. Do it. So I don't I can't go back. It's done. This is <laughs> high stakes poker here. Uh, I, was, I was a little more on Eric's side with this one with Will. Dan, you gotta speak bomb. up. I'm trying to watch hockey at the same time. It's very oh, see, you guys in your hockey. I turned it off. <laughs> That's probably smart. Dan, Sorry. you have nothing to worry about. Your team is up three games to nothing. I still get nervous because it would be just my luck for the Blackhawks to win tonight and the next game and just have to win two more to complete the the comeback that's what they call squeaky bum time yep (laughs) but dan the predators are dominating the game don't worry i know but they will find a way to screw it up all right who's next dan um let's see wait will's done Mm Hmm. will life is strange terraria call duty world at war earthbound super smash bros wii u fallout 3 final fantasy 7 mass effect 2 final fantasy 6 final fantasy tactics correct Okay, that's it. Will's done. I'll bold it. I'll bold it in the Evernote. It's done. Okay. Set in stone until, if you want to change uh, it, you got to wait till episode 400 now, Will. I know, another two years. Hope yep. you didn't fuck up. I'm, we'll find out. All right, Eric, let's hear it. Whoa, okay. All right, so my previous list at 200 was uh, starting at 10. EverQuest, Super Mario 64, FIFA 13, Arkham City, Skyrim, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Halo 1, Heavy Rain, Journey, and Last of Us. Um, I've got a pretty... I feel like I have a decent number of games that I wanted to uh, yeah, discuss. What do, you, what do you want to inject into your, your new oh lineup? God, let, me, let me find it here. Let me get to my... My app, my Evernote app. All right. So I've got Bloodborne, um, Rocket League, The Witness, Breath of the Wild, Metal Gear 5. Uh, actually, I found an older game looking through some game lists that I was surprised I had never put on here. Uh, Battlefield 1942, uh-huh. um, Inside, Sunset Overdrive, and Stick of Truth. Okay. Wow. Well, let's start with Rocket League first and foremost. Yeah. Because I feel like that's that not right only going to make the list, 
but it's going to be pretty high on the list. Yeah, it'll probably be one or two, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Now, what's your number one again? Last of Us. Us. Do you feel comfortable putting Rocket League there? Um, I thought about this all day. (laughs) I never really came up with a good answer. (laughs) Let's let's hash it out. That's what we're here for. Well, the thing is, is do I go with like the online competitive game that's good for my lifestyle right now because it's five minute matches that I've not put, just like, not not just that, but it's something. Hours in. Yeah, it's something you can continuously play yeah. as opposed to uh, you know once through. Maybe you might play like uh, I was going to say, Life is Strange, uh, Last of Us. You know, you might I'll play through you. it again. <laughs> I almost said that before too when I said it the first time. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, do I go more of the, the the game route or the like still game, but you know, yeah, never ending game. Yeah, I don't know. That comes down. That comes down to opinion. What do you guys yeah. think? If it was me, I, I would I, have. I think you know what us. I think. <laughs> well, Corey, I, I tend to pick. I tend to pick story games over yeah. like competitive type games. Yeah, I don't think uh, we just, have a center here from that. Just because I, you know, I, I, I like to take something from the story. Um, so uh, that that'll stay with me more than playing uh, hundreds of hours of, well, call it Call of Duty or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, what were you going to say? Uh, I mean, as for me personally, like I go story driven, but I have heard you talk about Rocket League almost every episode for the last like since it's come out. Uh, so I could definitely see you wanting to put that as one all right yeah i'm strongly in the rocket league i I certainly would do rocket league at one i was gonna say i certainly wouldn't fault you for putting rocket league at one because of like will said how much you talk about it and how much you still play it came out what two years ago two and a half years ago and i got it for free yeah and And i bought bought it multiple multiple times for myself and other people (laughs) (laughs) just so they could play with me Is an effective right. strategy. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll go Rocket League at one. Uh, what do I take off? Here's the games I'm willing to part with. I'm willing to part with Arkham City. I don't really want to part with EverQuest, but I think I'm willing to. I know I, last uh, episode 200, Dan mentioned how he was jettisoning all his nostalgia picks. A lot yeah. of them, yeah. Which is something I thought a lot about coming into this episode, and I think it's something to consider. I'm not sure I'm ready to do it, but EverQuest is a really bad game if you go back and try and yeah, play it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to get rid of Halo. Like, my top... I would say... I'm willing to part with Arkham City, FIFA 13, Mario 64, and EverQuest. Those are the four I'm willing to part with. Who? Oh, hey. Sorry, prayers are scored. Oh, did okay. I? Okay, so all right, so we got we got Rocket League <laughs> taken care of. If if I'm looking at your list, Eric, and, and right now you're just looking to bump one for Rocket League to make room for Rocket League at the top, I'm going FIFA 13. I know how much you love FIFA, but Corey, that's probably what I play second most. FIFA 13. I mean, if you're looking at it from a perspective of Rocket League is my number one game of all time. Yeah. Pretty easy to see how FIFA would be on my list. But does that come down to franchise versus individual games? Yes. 
That's what's. It's that's, not that's, even that's that. That's my good. thing with that. You're right. You're right. Let's swap them because Rocket League's a way better game than FIFA. Yeah. FIFA has so many faults, and I hate it. Yeah, and You're and right. I think He's I think right. EverQuest is an option, especially because that was the first thing that came to well, mind for you. But like Super Mario sixty four, Arkham City, I cannot see bumping one of those for Rocket League when FIFA thirteen is there. FIFA's right. a good. That's a good swap out too. Yeah. As far as like similar games, yeah, you're gonna buy it every year and and like it every year at least enough that, to keep playing it. I'm only it, but... gonna like it every year because I have people to play it with. Right, exactly. I, well, I play mean, what... single player Pro Evo. That's my single player soccer game. I like that way better. What specifically about FIFA 13 was it that had you put it on on your list? That was the year. Uh, you know how we had a year of NHL that we thought was the best yeah. one. Okay, that was 13. that one. And that gotcha. was the year I really got into like pro clubs with Jeff mm-hmm. and Bill. So okay. that's that's why that one's on there. Gotcha. So all right, Rocket League's on, FIFA 13's off. Uh do you want me to read read the other ones again? Yeah, yeah them again. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. else do you want to put on? All right, Bloodborne, The Witness, Breath of the Wild, Metal Gear 5, Battlefield 1942, Inside, and Sunset Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear. Okay, so you, you you said you had four games you'd be willing to bump, right? So yeah, there's three more. more. EverQuest, okay. Mario 64, and FIFA 13. Or no, I'm sorry, and uh, Arkham City. Okay. Man, I say swap Arkham City for Bloodborne. I'm good with that. I'm definitely good with that because you picked that as you. That was my game of the year. Yeah, you picked that as your game of the year. That's my favorite uh, of all the Souls-y games, games, too. And you guys are big with the Souls games, so... Yeah. Yeah, I would say Bloodborne for Arkham City. This is what they get for putting out Arkham Knight, too. <laughs> it's, their, it's their punishment. It's their punishment. They won't make that mistake again. <laughs> all right, Bloodborne's on, Arkham City's off. Uh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five. would that be one that you have to have on on the new list? Um, I think it's more of a an, a respect for that game than it is your own love of it. The thing I keep remembering about that game is when I said, I can't believe this game even exists. Yeah. It was fucking incredible. It like, was, and I, I hated uh, the the first little, little demo-y Metal Gear 5, but I ended oh, up loving Ground the Zeroes? Fan- Ground Zeroes, yeah. Uh, but I ended up absolutely loving the Phantom Pain. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was so fun, and the story's just a fucking wreck. I had no idea what was going on, but I loved it. Yeah. And, like, Fultoning people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, it's just so good. Apparently, one, one, of my, one of my friends still plays this religiously, almost. Really? Apparently, there's a wormhole, Fulton. So, like, when you Fulton something, like, underneath a overhang or whatever, it'll still Fulton out of there, and you can take it. I had no idea that existed. But anyway. Well, what, do, what do you guys think about um, The Witness on here? Um, I mean, that's I didn't play it, so it's hard for me to Corey, to I judge. guess you'd be re- really the one to uh, make a case. I just respect the shit out of that game. Yeah. And, like, yeah. The, the time and, like detail that was put into making that game 
even if there was no ending, I don't even care. Now, like just, you would bump, what, six Mario 64 EverQuest for it? Yeah. <sighs> Probably EverQuest. I was going to say, I, I would rather see EverQuest go on your list than uh, Mario 64. Yeah, so, I mean, we're really looking at... I've got two spots left. EverQuest and Mario 64 are the only two I'm willing to part with for probably the Witness and or Metal Gear 5. Mm-hmm. So you're saying Inside, Sunset Overdrive, Stick of Truth, Breath of the Wild are not cracking the list today? Uh, I mean, not necessarily. What do you, What are your guys' thoughts on those games after like hearing me talk about them? I don't feel as strongly about the Witness as you do. Yeah, and if it were if it were me if it was if I was making this list based on what you have, um, ugh, maybe of those games that you're trying to add, Inside and Breath of the Wild would be the only two I would consider. Sam, I don't feel like I can put Inside on there and have Journey on there too. I don't want Fair too enough. many of those on there. Fair yeah. enough. Yep. That makes and sense. And Journey's not going anywhere. Uh, Breath of the Wild, I think I'd rather see Metal Gear 5 on here than Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Yep. I just think it was just like Breath of the Wild's great and all, but as a whole package of like what it was bringing to the table and if you want to take graphics into account too, and I think that Metal Gear had a, had more to offer. Well, let's think, uh, Eric, 20 years from now, mm. you're 50-something years old. What what is what are you going to remember? What are you going to think about? Probably Anything Metal come Gear. to mind? Metal Gear? Yeah, I, I can't definitely. point to one thing in Breath of the Wild that I'll remember. I really can't. Like, do, doing the um, the beasts was cool. I mean, it was it was a neat thing, and I think the puzzles were really cool and all that kind of stuff. But outside of those things, like the shrines were interesting, but I can't think of, and I know you guys kept talking about like things that would happen to you guys when you were exploring out in the wild and things like that. And I just, I never found anything that was all that interesting to me, I guess. Mm -hmm. Whereas Metal Gear 5, I still think about how much I fucking love playing that game. And like, even just the small touches, like, taking a poop with your horse yeah. on the road to stop a vehicle <laughs> yeah, and just blowing the shit out of it or like changing the soundtrack on your helicopter when it flies in. Yeah, that was fun. That was, oh, that, was that was cool for sure. So many different ways to like take it on. Like, oh, so good. Tracking down quiet. Yeah, I think Metal Gear should go on here. Okay, so Metal Gear and The Witness. Metal Gear, yeah. So we do got we got a pop two off the list. Not necessarily. I'm I'm okay with. So let let's take EverQuest off and put Metal Gear on. I think. Okay. So then it comes down to: Does anything beat Super Mario sixty four? Hmm. I don't personally. I do not think the Witness should, and that seems to be the one you're closest on. I would say probably. I think you're probably right, Corey. I do really respect it, though. But yeah, because yeah, think... Mario Mario sixty four was uh, iconic. 
yeah. of the, the the witness will necessarily have the you know that the that it, that kind of impact. Well, and I'm with yeah. you, Eric. I, it's more respect for the witness than anything else. I, I yeah. found myself getting really frustrated with it. I I won't even say that I had a ton of fun playing it. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed my experience with the witness. I think would yeah. be the best way to phrase it. But ultimately, I think as a video game. I have a really hard time seeing it as like one of the top 10 gaming experiences of my life. I probably could make an argument for it if I really wanted to. Like it was just one of those games. Like when I wasn't playing, it's literally all I could think about and how I couldn't wait to get back and try to solve more puzzles. I was taking pictures of puzzles yeah, and like trying to solve them. And I was, I was on like message boards and community groups on the PS4, which I've never done for any other game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, then you know? I, it sounds like you do have a compelling argument for it. So it's what? just a matter of uh, thinking about Super Mario 64 and comparing those two experiences. Yeah. I think Mario 64 stays. So let's order them. So Last of Us Journey, Heavy Rain, Halo, Call of Duty, Skyrim. Or I'm sorry, Rocket League was at the top. It's so, Call of Duty 4, right? No, Modern no, Warfare. Call of Duty Modern Yeah, 4, Modern okay. Warfare. Um, so what else did I add? Inside Bloodborne. Sunset over to oh, Bloodborne was Bloodborne was the only other thing right Rock oh Metal Gear Five, yep. So let's put Bloodborne at ten, Mario sixty four at nine. Uh, FIFA thirteen's gone. Did we bump Arkham City? Yeah, yep. that was for Bloodborne. Having second thoughts? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bloodborne's at 10, Mario 64's at 9. Uh, we took FIFA 13 off too, correct? Yep. So we took 3 out and put 3 in. Yep. So Yeah, alright. Rocket League, Last of Us Journey, Heavy Rain, Halo, Call of Duty, Skyrim. Let's go Metal Gear. Number 7? Yep. Mario 64, Bloodborne. Okay, can you read 7-Up, Metal Gear? Mm. Bloodborne's 10, Mario 64 is 9, Metal Gear's mm-hmm. 8. Did we miscount? Uh, I don't think so. Skyrim? Yeah, Skyrim. Call of Duty. Halo 1. Heavy Rain. Journey. Last of Us. Rocket League. Got it. All right. There we have it. That's quite the list. That is. That's a respectful list right there. Thank you. Three changes. But you know what I wanted to bring up? Uh, maybe we can talk about this after, if, if we remember. But I was just, uh, what I did towards the end of looking through games was I just would type in, like, best games of... 2016 2015 2014 mm-hmm. the last like including this year the last three years of games have been so good yeah so good agreed and uh, uh like you uh, like you said off to a great start so far this year yeah there's been a lot of really good games already okay all right um i will go next we'll save Corey for the for the finale oh the ficklest one i'm pretty fickle <laughs> <laughs> Fussy is more like it. Fussy. <laughs> okay, so my number 10, Rayman Legends. Number 9, Earthbound. Number 8, Bioshock Infinite. Number 7, Skyrim. 
Number six, Final Fantasy Tactics. Number five, Crusader Kings 2. Number four, Saints Row the Third. Number three, Mass Effect 2. Number two, Guild Wars 2. And number one, Final Fantasy 6. Um, I have three games that I want to inject into my list. Two definitely have to make it. One, I'm okay with not being on there. Uh, those are Mario Kart 8, Breath of the Wild also, and Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Now, Witcher 3 and Breath of the Wild will be on my list. Mario Kart 8 is okay if I, it doesn't make it. My first edit, Dan, is Tactics in your top five. Uh, that keeps going down, actually. I think that was in my top three when we first started. That's uh, disgusting. Well, after I beat it, so the Mystique kind of left it a little bit. That's because it was one talk. of those games. That's... Well, it was one of those games that I played almost to the end and would get stuck or something else would happen. You're sick. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> anyway, after I beat it, I was Perfect. like, okay, that, that was really good, but... <laughs> The the mystique was gone a little bit for me, so. Um. So the two games I want or are I'm most likely to jettison for my list are Rayman Legends at number ten. As much as I like that, uh, it's not more than Breath of the Wild or Witcher Three Wild Hunt. And then I think Skyrim is going to be gone for my list. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what yeah. was that sinister laugh, Will? Game <laughs> of the generation. I have to be the Skyrim. Uh, villain, because I'm still upset that I won Game of Generation. Dan, I'm sorry, well, I was totally missed, missed what games I was happy with. It. What were the games <laughs> that you're willing to put I on? I thought you were least off? happy with it. It was me. No, uh, Will was easily the least happy with. It. Okay, I, I want to put on Mario Kart 8, Breath of the Wild, and Witcher 3. The I'm games not going to allow you to put Breath of the Wild on. Why? That's just not worth it. I think it is. I have 90 hours played and no signs of slowing down. Overnight. Yeah, but you're a 90 hour kind of guy. Yeah, I would. And I, it's a brilliant game. I absolutely adore it. I have not played Mass Effect at all. I play my, well, I play Breath of the Wild whenever I, whenever I can. I really like Mass Effect, but Breath of the Wild's better than that, though. Dan, uh, are you, are you considering so... at all jettisoning and jettisoning Saints Row the Third? No, that might get bumped down a little bit, but that's not going to go away. Uh, that oh, game just the when I when I played it, it was just it was just fun. It was like action movie over the top fun for the sixty hours or whatever that I played it. Uh, so I also what are you adored my character. I uh, Rayman Legends is probably going to be gone, and Skyrim is probably going to be. gone. I think you swap Rayman for Mario Kart Eight right off the bat. Okay, Mario Kart Eight is a maybe off the list though, or on the list. If oh my I can. god, no way. The first game I thought of when we did this was like, Dan's going to say Mario Kart 8. Mario and that Kart should 8, yeah. definitely be on there because he loves that fucking I game. I did play it for about 150 hours, and most of that was online, which and doesn't happen. You don't happen play online. Me. No, I don't. Yeah, Dan, like for your list, I think Mario Kart 8 makes it before the other two. I agree completely. Witcher 3? Yeah. Well, no, I thought, Dan, I'm I thought almost Mario Kart 8. 200 hours into Witcher 3. I'm not going by hours. I'm going about how I hear you talk about well, it. Well, I, I understand that, but at the same time, like, <laughs> I wouldn't spend 200 hours playing a game that I was ambivalent on. My thing with when I say you're a 90-hour guy, you put a lot of hours into just about every game you like. Sure. So that doesn't... I, I, I mean, 200 hours is a lot of hours, sure. Mm-hmm. But I... Like I said, you put a lot of hours into a lot of different games, and I'm just... From my experience listening to you talk about them, Mario Kart 8 is the first one on here. Okay. So that, yeah, you're, and you're, you guys are right, definitely. 
Um, well, okay. So for time, me, like, for, I'm looking at putting s- The Witcher three in 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 top five. I think that for me that should be top five. I think this is what I concocted in my head, Dan. Mario Kart eight at ten. Okay. Ooh, Breath of the Wild for Skyrim, and Witcher for uh, Tactics. What? I don't want Tactics off the list though. I could I could see even bumping it down again a little bit, um, but I don't want it off the list. So for the I would have to my top five. None, none of those games are going to be off. Uh, Earthbound is probably the only other game that I might take off the list, but again. It's Earthbound, and we had this conversation when we did your list, Will. True. I, oh, man. Okay, one, one, two, three are obviously not changing. I'm thinking Saints Row might go from four to five. Because I, I want to put, put Saints almost, Row ahead of Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. I got to be honest here, Dan. I'm yeah. not a Final Fantasy guy. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Tactics is, is above Saints Row. <laughs> the third was so good though it was good it was good it was yeah, really but so good so was arkham city and there's just comes a time <laughs> it's just gotta go <laughs> i don't know if i want it off my list just yet it's gotta so go we, we haven't dropped skyrim have we yeah i'm skyrim i, I think skyrim is, is gone i think that's right it's gone, gone. Woo! that's crazy talk but okay I, oh man it's well, hard I, for me to leave saints row on there and, and move skyrim <laughs> i want to install skyrim tonight and play just, it well, that, in honor of this. Like, I, have, <laughs> I have zero interest to ever even touch Skyrim again. Like I, you know, the, the new edition Ugh. came out, all the mods and stuff. Like I just, I, I probably will never play that again. I get that. I'm or, don't even Skyrim's not even a thought in my head. Or you're to Skyrim. Here's <laughs> to Skyrim. Or out for you dead homie Skyrim. Or out for Skyrim. Um, Any of these games I would play at the drop of a hat. I'm sorry, Dan, run 10 through six again, real, real quick. All right, and is Rayman Legends. Nine okay. Earthbound, eight Bioshock Infinite, seven Skyrim, ten or six Final Fantasy Tactics. So we have to drop two, right? At least two. Well, no, be, just one more because you're not. Breath of the Wild is not going to make this list, right? Uh, it's going to make my list. Yes. Oh God, I don't know why you guys are so shocked by that. It's too soon. It is not too soon. It is- I- I, I, I agree with you, Corey. I mentioned it with mine, full well knowing I wasn't going to put it on there. I, f- I felt like it was worth a mention, but it's too soon. I just, like, for me personally... What it, what, okay, what makes it too soon? That's I don't what I'm about have to a explain. good answer for that. That's what I'm about to explain. For me personally, like, all these games on my list have had time to marinate in my brain. And it's I, I think it's, unless a game, like, blows me away, like a Terraria did, and I'm absolutely positive it's going to be in, like, top three it's really hard for me to compare a game I just played to all these other games that I've played in the past and still consider in high regard. Well, Breath of the Wild did blow me away. And while nothing is going to crack my top three probably ever, I still feel like it's deserving of a place on the list. Well, then you get then that that's on you to drop one of these awesome, no, amazing games that are I think are better than Breath of the Wild. But really, on... I wouldn't even say they're better than Breath of the Wild. I what? just don't think it's time yet. It's got to earn it. I don't think it's earned it yet. Yeah. Wow. It's like it's it's like the new hot guy that comes to school from Texas <laughs> in high school. He, he may be hot. It. He's getting but... a lot of attention right now. But like, he's got Jimmy's been here for since like third grade. 
he's still got some he's still got some stuff going on after the hot guy's been there for a while you realize he's got family troubles and his uncle's in jail and his mom's an alcoholic and he lives in a trailer but uh but jimmy is the quarterback of the team the football no 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 solid family jimmy's probably jimmy's like a linebacker average looking dude who's really good in art class he's got a soft side Going the to new guy is an art major. The yeah. new guy is the quarterback for sure. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is the quarterback. And Skyrim <laughs> is the linebacker. Dan, Rayman Legends, you're not considering dropping, right? Yeah. You know, he is. I, I still maintain that. I, that I feel like for Mario Kart. Yeah, I feel like Mario Kart should replace that. I feel like that's a that's a yeah. fair trade. But what about the times with your wife? I, I agree with that. But we, we I mean we played a little bit of Mario Kart, but it just like 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 we talked about, I don't I don't play multiplayer games like at all. And for me to spend most of the hundred and fifty hours that I played Mario Kart eight playing online, it's got it's saying something. Alright, Dan, let me float this to you. Final Fantasy Six. You replace that with Life is Strange. <laughs> not gonna I like that. That's great. Great. <laughs> much as I, as much as I don't, don't fall for that bullshit. As much as I liked it, it's not, not top ten worthy for me. Absolutely not. No, to, but I think uh, Mario Kart right. for Rayman. So Breath we've of the settled, Wild. settled on Mario Kart for Rayman Legends. Yes. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, right. Let's get a little conformity here. So we've we're now we're now looking at which game to add. Witcher three. All right, let's go Witcher three here. That'll be t- that's going to be top five for me. I'm I think thinking- that replaces Saints Row. Gone. Yeah, I was also thinking the same thing actually. Absolutely. As much as that's I hate easy. to split, like that's easy peasy. It's the it's the Witcher three. Over what now? Saints Row. Dan, Dan, the way I've heard you hold on a second. The way I've heard Dan talk about Final Fantasy six, Guild War twos, Mass Effect two, and Crusader Kings two completely outweighs Saints Row 3rd for me. Absolutely. And Witcher 3 fits very nicely into that top 5. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's fair enough. Okay. Definitely. Thank you. I think I even played Saints Row the 3rd as part of 4 in February, didn't I? Oh, God, I have no I idea. I think that's why I didn't play it play it more, because it was a 4 in February game. I don't think so. Pretty sure it we, was. I think we enjoyed it on its own time. No, I'm pretty sure it was I did. February, the first year that we did it. Oh, I think okay. it was... One February game. All right. Wait, so I brought up dropping that before, and you're like, no, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. But um, Eric makes a good point. Like, keep pushing. You just got to keep the, pushing, Corey. The Witcher, <laughs> the, the Witcher 3 does slot in very nicely with the rest of my top five. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally just, agree with that. It, you know, you look at it with Saints Row on there, and you go, huh? Huh? Yeah. You look at it with Witcher in there, and you go, all right. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> I see it. Yep. So then we're looking at. Like I said, Skyrim being gone. So, for what? Breath of the Wild. I leave it. I leave it as is. I want. I, I think Skyrim needs to be gone for me. I think it well, does. Well, you know yeah. my, you know my opinion. Breath of the Wild for Skyrim, Dan. I know you want to do it. I'll I wanted to piece. do it, but they talked me out of it. That's crazy talk. Be stronger. Are you guys taking something? Like this is, it's not right. I don't know. I mean, I guess to be fair, I, I don't recall Dan ever talking about Skyrim after his initial Skyrim experience. I mean, to I also be fair, it was our game of the generation. 
Yeah. Begrudgingly. To you. The other three of us were completely on board with that. Corey admitted he didn't like it. I did. Well, I <laughs> think my Corey likes Skyrim because of Geralt. Yeah. <laughs> I came in I came into that game of the generation episode ready to accept Skyrim. I think I was more on board with the Mass Effect pick. Yeah, I don't know how that didn't I, happen. It was because we couldn't agree on which one. That was the problem. I right. wanted Mass Effect 2. Corey, you wanted th- one, right? Mm, I don't remember now. Probably we had, one. We had to settle on a specific Mass Effect. We didn't we couldn't take the whole series as a whole. It had to be one game. Yeah. I mean, if you must do it, Dan, go for it. I just, I don't think it's the right move yet. Dan, just think about it. You got the Skyrim experience in Oblivion and Morrowind. Well, that's just it. I was to pick my favorite Elder Scrolls game, the one I spent the most time with and the the one that I liked the best, it would have been Morrowind. So let me ask you this. Put put yourself more in Skyrim. So how did Morrowind not make the list then? I think it was at first. Yeah, it was. And then when I started... I might have even swapped out Skyrim for Morrowind. It's just a better version of Morrowind. As of episode 100, you did not have Morrowind. Really? So maybe maybe in the initial one. You had Skyrim. You had Skyrim in episode 100. I forget that that Skyrim is that old, too. You know, that came out... It was 2011, wasn't it, that that came out? I don't know. That was the first year we did the podcast. Was it now? I think so, yeah. I mean, I know we started in 2011, but I think Skyrim came out in 2011. Yeah, I think it was mid-episode, like, 50-something or something like that. I don't know. It was our marathon episode, wasn't it? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We should do another one of those. No, that was Star Wars Galaxies, wasn't it? That was Farewell Star Wars Galaxies, I think. Uh, Skyrim, November 11th, 2011. Yeah. Yeah. So that came out when we first started. The year of the pod. In the year yeah. of the pod. All right, so what are you thinking here, Dan? You know our opinions. I'm thinking... It's ultimately your decision. Yeah. Put a knife in it. All right. I'm thinking... <laughs> so, yeah, at, we'll, we'll take... At four, we'll take out, obviously, Sansa of the Third, put in Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I think I want to... Number 10, obviously, Rayman Legends gone from Mario Kart 8. But I think I want to, instead of putting Breath of the Wild at 7, I think I want to bump up Bioshock Infinite to 7, because I play that every year. Um, probably bump So up you're Earth. saying you want to bump Breath of the Wild off for Skyrim, then? Uh, Put no, Skyrim I, back on. No, I want to bump Skyrim oh. out completely, and then well, bump up Bioshock Earthbound one slot, and put Breath of the Wild in at 9. Yeah, I think is what I want to do. Oof. You're a sick bastard. Yikes. I, yeah, I applaud it. I love it. I freaking love it. Well, one half of this podcast really fucked up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till the Game of the Year awards or the oh, thummies. Oh, my word. Can't no, I mean, if we're talking just Game of the Year, I mean, you have a perfect, you have a fantastic argument for Zelda. Yeah. Eh. Oh, my God. I mean, Corey, listen, I'm with you. Oh my god! I hear you. I will quit this podcast if this Breath of the Wild debauchery keeps up. Let's talk later. (laughs) We have to collude for another game. I think for me, part of it too is the ability to not just the game itself, but the 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 way I can play it. Yeah. Well, hold on. That goes more for for most valuable console. 
I feel. Well, yeah, but at the same time, like it, it's a game that I can experience whether I'm, you know, sitting on the couch in my lap or but that's I can not due to the game. That's due to the platform. Right, but but you play the game on a platform. the 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 game itself isn't isn't in a vacuum, you know. Am I off base, Corey? I'll shut up if I am. Um, I I see both points, and We're, I think we you can't too, but that's as best you can't, as I you can can't dock the thing. game for being able to be played more. I'm not docking. I'm not, I'm not docking. I'm just not taking that into account. Right. I, I think I think it's I think it's fair to count it in. It's I mean, the game itself is brilliant and I would have loved it. I'm playing it on the Wii U. It probably still would have cracked my top 10. Um, but I, I, I know, that Dan, you run talk. through that forest one too many times and it starts chopping up on you. I haven't had that issue. I think uh, Breath of the Wild specifically, like I, I'm with Eric in that you can't give the game a bonus just because of the multitude of ways you can play it. But I think we are factoring of... other things. We You can't let like, me finish. Okay, Let me finish. Because of the multiple multitude of ways you can play it, I feel like you get more opportunity to it. appreciate to it. Play. Yeah, to actually play and, it. And that is really hard to separate. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess I, I'm having an easier time separating it, probably because I barely played it like that. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, you know, I can't totally factor out, you know, what's going on in my life. Like, you know, the with the nostalgia picks, like it's right. just... Like I, if, I if you, you weren't be able to play it the ways you could play it, Dan, you probably wouldn't feel as fondly about it. No, and who's 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 to say? I would still be probably be top ten for me. I I think my okay. my thing. Well, is, I was trying to defend you, but okay, fine. If we didn't have a category that would take that into account, like we do with most valuable console, I think I'd be more willing to let that part like be a, a determining factor. But we we have another category. They can take the ability to play different games in different ways into consideration with most valuable console. Yeah, sure, but that's I mean, we're, this isn't the thumbies. It's our no, top I, 10 I, games list. I I just for me yeah, like fair, I can't, fair enough. I thought it was for a hot second. <laughs> well, no, I, I can't uh, I I can't divorce the 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 game itself from the uh, experiences in life that you know that that you play it. Like I said. Uh, Guild Wars 2, I played eight hours a day every night for three or four months. Yeah. Uh, that was that was like a full-time job for me. And then, like I said, you know, my, my nostalgia picks like Earthbound, it's... I, I, I can't totally divorce the game itself from the circumstances in which I played it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Which is why Rayman Legends was at number 10. Was. Aside from aside from it being a, a solid game, like, you know, the best part of it was was playing co-op with my wife. Right, yeah. and that, that's fair enough, but that's like, I mean, that has nothing to do with being able to take it on the go. Well, right, the right, right, but that, but the, but the way my life is now, that's that's important, an important aspect for me is being able to play it on the couch when my kids yeah. are, you know, fighting with each other and stuff. Like I right. can like sit there and and play it. It's great. I guess the thing for me is like that's that's nothing that the game did. No, that you're doesn't right. have anything to do with the game. Right. Right, but I'm saying you can't divorce your own life, uh, the things that are going on in your life from from the game itself. You know, We're which is why to disagree. Which is why nostalgia stuff is on there. You know, yeah, because all objectively, all of the games that we're playing now are higher quality than some of the older ones that we have on here. That's well, a good sure. point. Yeah, so sure. it's it's very difficult to, as Dan said, separate that when it's. I just don't think it has anything to do with. The quality of the game, I guess, is my point. 
Well, as I said, like even if I played the Wii U version, it still would be on my top ten because that's yeah. how much I like it. That's fine. You guys I, and Jim Sterling. Ugh. What? I I don't think I shit on Zelda by any means. Nor did sure, he. Sure sounds like you guys like to poop on it. What? Because we don't think it's a be-all, end-all video games? Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's a big open world. Okay. Soar around in it and go to with a with a with a physics engine that works. Yep. No Bethesda game has that. Nobody made that argument. (laughs) So that's my list. You got it, Corey? Nope. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Is Earthbound gone? No. 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 Earthbound is number ten. No. No. Okay. Were you listening? Read, read at all? me. Read me backwards. No. Uh, well, I was listening, only, but are only, you kidding me? You didn't like list it clearly for me. Well, no, I read it off. The only he thing did. that's changed: Saints Row, Saints Row the Third is gone uh, for Witcher Three Wild Hunt. Do me a favor. Start yeah. at number ten and just read it. Okay. Ten is Mario Kart Eight. Okay. Number nine will be Breath of the Wild. Okay. Number eight will be Earthbound. Okay. Number seven will be Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Six, Tactics. Okay. Five, Crusader Kings 2. Okay. Four, Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Okay. Three, Mass Effect 2. Okay. Two, Guild Wars 2. Okay. One, Final Fantasy 6. Okay. Got it. That's my list. You could have been on there, Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> yeah, that crap the bed. I'm still sour about that, by the way. Still, to this day, I hold a grudge. Am I allowed to make an edit for Clash Royale? No. Yeah. Not until absolutely. next year. Well, just shoot me a text. 400. Shoot me a text at any point. Mobile games are allowed to be edited into top 10 lists at any time. I Perfect. thought about jokingly picking uh, Galaxy of Heroes to be on my top 10. Ugh. Just Ugh. To, see, to see. I could yeah. see that more than uh, Breath of the Wild. What the reaction was. Go ahead, Corey. Your turn. This one will be fun. <laughs> I need Corey on my side. I'm not even going to peep during this. Oh. All right. Sorry, I had to finish my beverages. Oh. This isn't going to be good. <laughs> All right. So uh, as of episode 200, I had... Starting at number 10, Halo 3, Hearthstone, Age of Empires 2, Dark Souls, The Witcher, number one, the best one, Mario 3, EverQuest, Terraria, Final Fantasy Tactics, and Final Fantasy 6. Um, uh, so here's the games I'm thinking, I'm considering adding. Uh, Enderall, <laughs> the Skyrim mod. Final Fantasy IX, a game I recently went back and replayed and really appreciated. Uh, We got to talk Mass Effect because I'm having a hard time coming up with a single Mass Effect game. Mm -hmm. Is there a caveat in which we could do Mass Effect Trilogy? No. No. Absolutely One game. Okay, so that's out. Uh, Rocket League, definitely. Skyrim is not on my list, and uh, after playing Enderall, maybe Enderall doesn't make the list, but maybe Skyrim makes the list with subcategory Enderall kind of thing. Yeah, you know, that's it's a mod. fair. No, that's Enderall over Skyrim. I like that, uh, 
Journey is another one. I wanted to, I was considering either Flower or Journey. I think objectively, Journey is the better game. Um, and a game I didn't consider for 200, 100, or even episode one, Diablo 2. I thought about putting Diablo 3 on my, my maybes. Because I played that with a few different people. That's really fun. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, you're I, going Diablo 2. Yeah, Diablo 2. I played a ton of that. It's an awesome game. And uh, Portal 2. Well, let's get Rocket League out of the way. Okay. Top. So, what are you willing to part with? That's a good question. So I think Rocket League is top four. <laughs> I've got Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy Tactics, Terraria, and EverQuest in the top four. So you don't necessarily w- have to take one of those away. No, but I would definitely slot Rocket League probably... I think it's going four. I would even consider three over Terraria. All right. Oh, my is, God. The higher, the better. Corey think, of, ever. Corey, think of all the times we had with Terraria. I have, and I also think of all the times I had with Rocket League. I would I put think Rocket League at number three. Oh my yeah. god. Final Fantasy VI and Tactics are not moving. So what's Those what's going off? What's at the tail end of your list? Um, so Dark Souls at number seven, Age of Empires two at number eight, Hearthstone at number nine, Halo three at number ten. You got to bump Hearthstone. Yep. I'm When's thinking, the last no, time you played no, it? No, no, you know what? I got it. You, are you still playing it? No. Yeah, get rid of it. I haven't played it in about three months, and I'm thinking back on it, and I'm like, well... Is, you was played it because it, it was convenient. Or was it... Yeah, was it the convenience and, like, the addiction? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, look, look at it this way, Corey. Did you play Rocket League because it was convenient or because it was a really good game, or both? Both. Did I mean, you that's play Hearthstone kinda... because it was convenient or because it was a really good game or both? That's how I feel about Galaxy of Heroes. Like, I only play it because it's convenient. It's not, I mean, it's an okay game, but it's... Yeah, not no, I, I'm okay with dropping Hearthstone. I, like I said, I it's think good, the That's a good swap, too. With Hearthstone was the addiction factor. I think that's what kept me playing it so long. Not because it was that good of a game. I, there were a ton of issues with it, whereas Rocket League doesn't have those issues. Yeah. So let's just get rid of Hearthstone. You only made it. Rocket League slots in at three. Time. I like it. We'll put Rocket League at three. Terraria at four. EverQuest at five. Mario three at six. Dark Souls at seven. Age of Empires two at eight. Halo three at nine. And the original Witcher at ten. Right, the problem so... with the original Witcher is the original or the Witcher two, I think, is objectively a better game. And also in retrospect. Excuse me. The alcohol is not sitting with me too well. In retrospect, I think The Witcher 2, I liked more. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a different discussion. So for Enderall, I think what I want to do with Enderall is just include Skyrim. Yeah. Yep. Um, because yeah, I did have I mean, you can't... a lot of fun with mods with Skyrim. And that kind of counts as that. You yeah, because you can't... Re- I don't feel like you can put... Boy. Just Enderall on there without the the base game w- in which the mod was made out of, you know. Oh, I, mean, we, I feel like you have to put Skyrim on there. Didn't we? Ha- didn't we get into a huge argument about how Enderall is its own separate game? It's its own entity. It's not Skyrim. It is, but the the well, problem. Corey argued that. 
Yeah, yeah but now, yeah, still... now he's going None back of us agreed. to... I'm not going I, back. No, I think he's conforming is what he's doing. I'm, yeah, I'm he... conforming to make it easier. And I think, I think in terms of like my top 10 games of all time, I'm a lot more um, accepting of, of putting Skyrim on my list with the understanding that Enderal is a big part of that. Big because without Enderal, Skyrim would not make my list. But in the case of Thummies, like I want to argue for the game that came out that year, which was Enderall. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's going back and forth to fit. It's not going back and forth because in the in the case of Thummies, you're going year by year. In the case of top ten lists, you're going by your best games of all time. So Skyrim would easily slot in there because Enderall was an aspect of Skyrim. Favorite games of all time, right? Not best for me. This I don't know. Favorite. This is definitely favorite games. I think we're arguing semantics, Will. We we are. <laughs> I just, I don't, I guess I just don't agree with that, but I don't care that much, so. Go ahead. Well, I also think a big part of Skyrim being in my top ten is the mod aspect. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the yeah, flexibility like of, of it. Game. Yeah. Yeah, Plus okay. I got rid of it, so you have to add it. That's a good point. <laughs> minus, minus one, plus one. All right, so Skyrim's definitely has to slot in as well. Uh, Terraria's not going anywhere. Top four aren't going anywhere. Uh, Number five, EverQuest. Six, Mario 3. Seven, Dark Souls. Eight, Age of Empires 2. Nine, Halo 3. Ten, The Witcher. I think it's either The The Witcher or... I'm sorry, what were the others? Uh, EverQuest, Mario 3, Dark Souls, Age of Empires 2. EverQuest or The Witcher? It's as much as nostalgia is a factor. It's hard to keep EverQuest on the list only because it's so bad now. Will 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 I I be the sole EverQuest representative? I don't think we need one at this point. (laughs) I try to factor. I try to factor current playability into my thinking too. I don't know if you do that, but EverQuest is not really playable currently. Give it to boot, Corey. I mean, it's playable, just just barely. The problem is, like, when I have a few cocktails or whatever, and we start talking video games, I always find myself looking up old videos of EverQuest and being like, oh, my God. You look at all all caverns in the J-boots, and that gets you by the nuts. Oh, East Commons, uh, Shady Swashbuckler, uh, Dervish Cutthroats in the freaking desert. Oh, come on. Gotta go, Corey. Let it go. It's time to move on. <laughs> I'm not better, ready. Corey, there are better nostalgic games out there. I'm not ready. Mario 3 is one I'm heavily considering dropping. That that, that holds up, though. If you pl- went and played that right now, that's still pretty a pretty good game. And that that's why I ended up jettisoning a last... Uh, last um, Top ten revisited, revisited, or whatever. That's why I ended up getting rid of a lot of my my nostalgia games because if you went and played them today, they're not great. Corey, for what it's worth, I'm fine with you dropping Mario three instead of EverQuest. That's only my my personal preference. Like I said, I I take in uh, current day playability uh, as a factor whether or not I could boot up the game right now and play it, and whether or not it would be good, or whether I want to play it right now. Chessboard in the Butcher Block Mountains. 
Yeah. Oh, I remember all that stuff. Come on, Dan. I remember how I remember how freaking how much of a journey it was to get to the Butcher Block Mountains. Uh, do you remember being you had, level four and trying to cross the continent? Yeah, That's you had the hardest you, thing you've ever done in your life. No, you had to ride a ship, and the ship made stops at ports where you would get attacked by skeletons. All right, you're just selling me on EverQuest more to like keep it on my list. <laughs> I know it was awesome. I'll give you that. I. I I just I, I value those experiences playing EverQuest way more than I value my experiences playing Mario Three. Even though Mario Three is an awesome game and yeah. no, that's one fair. of the best two D Mario's, if not the best two D Mario ever. And Mario wow. Three, I still play, and it's like reading a book. All the secrets and everything. Yeah. Will, what's your opinion? Uh, I think. I don't know. It's tough to say. I think Mario 3 is a much better game than EverQuest, even though I haven't even played EverQuest. So I just you played EverQuest or was it EverQuest 2 that you played? It was 2 that I played. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like they're kind of like what Dan said, like Mario 3 holds up very well. You could still go back and play it. You'd still have a blast. You're probably never going to go back and play EverQuest. Corey, if I may. If I may interject again. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of with you when I get to drinking. <laughs> Talking the, about the good old days. Yeah, the good old days start. They rear their, their beautiful, beautiful head. And the more I think about it, too, I think EverQuest just stays. Mario I'm goes. With, I'm kind of with Eric. Like, I'm thinking ahead to episode 400, and it's like, I'll look at my list and be like, Mario 3, oh, yeah, great game. And then I'll look back and say, oh, for episode 200 I had EverQuest on there why did I get rid of that yeah but you won't you won't give Mario 3 a second thought right yeah absolutely see you Mario I would even consider getting rid of the Witcher for Skyrim slash Enderal we've got more games to slot in here yeah I think maybe maybe. Mario goes here though I think Uh, yeah I'm gonna go with Eric on this one um Uh I'm going to take off Mario 3. As, as much as I love that game, like that is my NES fucking game. I still play that game and, and, and do all the secrets, and people are like, you're a sick bastard. And I'm like, Great yeah, I love this game. And I think that's where it stays in my life, but not mm-hmm. a top 10 experience. Gotcha. So Skyrim slots in for Mario 3. And like with the Ever- whole EverQuest thing, I think I've talked about it in the past, but I remember never being able to advance beyond level four because I was a child and it was very difficult. <laughs> very difficult. But also I took the, do you remember the old Prima game strategy guide, Dan? Yeah. Oh yeah. That we had, we like, we had mm-hmm. a couple of them at one point and I would just get, I would make like a level one bard and get on the boat and just type out the like lore stories from the Prima games guide. And mm-hmm. everybody would gather, like all the characters would gather around on the boat and sit and listen to me, tell the stories. And I would get tips at the end of it. That sort I mean, of that thing is not happen. as that sort of thing is not as that. I mean, there's there's role players, certainly. But, you know, that that made a bunch of people's day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, EverQuest days for sure. Yeah. OK, so we've got Final Fantasy six, Final Fantasy Tactics, Rocket League, Terraria, EverQuest, Skyrim, Dark Souls, Age of Empires 2, Halo 3, The Witcher. Also trying to slot in. Final Fantasy 9, Journey, Diablo 2, Portal 2. 
Wow. I'm not gosh. feeling super strong about any of those, but if you guys feel strongly about any of them, I would consider it. Well, Journey is my third or fourth pick ever. Um, three, yeah, you've got a three. Three. Yeah, I think that game's a masterpiece. I really do. You know, it's just it's one of those great three-hour single, kind of single-player experiences. Uh, but the way that they weave the multiplayer into it is fantastic. You know, yeah, and that's my big argument for it. It's one of the few games that does like video games as art super well oh, because it yeah. takes advantage of the aspect of uh, the player. Like you yeah. are controlling this person who is experiencing, quote-unquote, the journey with another person. Right, and, and the, the thing of it is, is like, a couple, couple things. I'll, I'll start with my experience with Journey. Like, I, I didn't know anything about Journey going into it, so I didn't know that there was a multiplayer aspect of it. So when I was playing it, there were other characters that I would run into, and I didn't know they were actually human characters, and I was, I was trying to interact with them, and they were probably getting really frustrated with me because I wasn't going anywhere because I was trying to interact with them. So I found out at the end of the game, when the credits rolled, it said, these are the players you ran into. And I was like, oh my God, like, that's so cool. I could have very well just played this whole game with somebody, but, but I didn't know, and that's okay. But when you think about journey and and what it is and like the things that it made me think about i think if you remember when we talked about it like it's made me think about things that no other game has ever made me think about Mm -hmm. and like the idea of i'll never play it again because i only want to have that one experience with it but i think about like if i was to go back and play it again how cool it would be for that if it had been that my first time to play it with another person with without knowing that person or, you know, ever having talked to or no chance of really meeting that person, but playing through such a cool game that made you think deeply about things, like, you would at least know that person's, like, PlayStation name, right? And that's just something you could just hang on to. You know what I mean? And I think it's just so well done, and everything about it, it it was the right length, the visuals, the music, the feeling, it's just, it's perfect. Yeah. You make, you make, you make a compelling. <laughs> so it's the best so, I can do. I guess, okay, so, um, does anybody feel strongly about Final Fantasy IX, Diablo Two, or Portal 2? I don't. Dan? No. All well, good games about all i got uh, i have not played portal 2 yet so I've heard, like for a lot of people portal 2 is the best puzzle game ever made and i remember i think we talked about it on 200 or 100 about portal and why it didn't make my list i had portal 1 back then but now like when i think back on it portal 2 ages it marinates better in my brain yeah for whatever reason who knows why that happens but that's just the way it is um i love puzzle games mm-hmm and Portal 2, I think, would be the best representative of that. I know Eric had the witness on his list, but for me, like Portal Portal 2. God damn it. I wish you could play the Talos Principle without getting motion sick. I'm getting there. So good. I'm getting there. Someday. Um, Diablo 2, Will, I think you would be the, the biggest Diablo 2 pioneer. Is that 
worth slotting in or no? For you, probably not. Okay. For me, like I could probably make a, uh, an argument for it, but for you, I don't think you had as much of an affinity for that game as I did. Okay, so I'll, I'm just going to take a Diablo 2 off. I'm going to take Portal 2 off because I think, based on the games that I have versus that, it's not worth it. So it's just Final Fantasy IX and Journey. Uh, Eric made a compelling argument for Journey, but the question is, what do I drop? Dark Souls, Age of Empires 2, Halo 3, The Witcher. I think it, it's The Witcher. I don't think you drop Halo 3. And I only say that because of our talk last week. I didn't know you had such an affinity for that game. And yeah. Dark Souls, I mean, you're the original Dark Souls bandit. Like, you're the guy. <laughs> Not just that, but you talked about how The Witcher 2 was actually, uh, you know, the better game. It, did you like it more? I mean... it's Again, it's that whole Portal 1, Portal 2 argument. Like, I yeah. think w- after playing Portal 2 that I liked Portal 1 more, but in retrospect, years down the road, I like the second one more. And it's the same yeah. case with the, with the Witcher, you know? Yeah. And playing the Witcher, like, that first experience was just awesome. Um, but when I think back to playing the Witcher, the, the experience of the Witcher 2 stands out a lot more. Yeah, I gotcha. I think, uh, in my opinion, Journey Journey goes on, Witcher 1 goes off. Does Journey go on at number 10, or does it go higher? I mean, you know where I stand. <laughs> right. It goes as high as it can on Corey's list. So Final Fantasy VI, Tactics, Rocket League, Terraria, EverQuest, Skyrim, Dark Souls, Stay. I don't think those I think, are going anywhere. I think Dark, Dark Souls moves up ahead of um, Skyrim. I, I put I yeah I'd put uh, Journey, probably at the back, for you. I'm okay with dropping The Witcher, I guess. I mean, I it's just my opinion. Yeah, I'll drop The Witcher. Journey number ten. Love that game. The Witcher three sucks, but yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Corey. It does absolutely. Not. It's terrible. After the bloody Baron, it just takes a massive shit. So blasphemous to Geralt. Mm-mm. It's just awful. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You, pl- you did not play enough. I beat it. No, you, The Witcher 3? Yeah. He fucking no, beat it. Afterwards. I don't remember that. Absolutely. Well, well, after we talked about it, but yeah. Oh. I took the time to go through it. And it didn't get any better. Now, Dan, if you want to make that argument to I me, disagree. by all means. Disagree. Let me, let me have it. No. All right, so The Witcher's gone. Final Fantasy IX, does that slot in anywhere? Arguably one of the best Final Fantasies. I would like for you to slot it. I just don't know where or could make an argument because I haven't played it. I don't think it's going to break your list. No. I think yeah, you I, leave it. I think you leave the list. I think you leave it at 11. Pencil, yeah, yeah, pencil it in at number 11. Yeah, yeah, I'll just leave it at 11. That works. All right, so number or one is Final Fantasy. Breath of the Wild? <laughs> uh, 56. <laughs> Should be in the top ten. It's, it's not even game. on your top ten, Will. Decent it will game. be though. Exactly. So I'll just go in order, starting from number one. I've got Final Fantasy Six. Number two is Final Fantasy Tactics. Number three is Rocket League. Number four is Terraria. Number five is EverQuest. Number six is Skyrim. Number seven is Dark Souls. Number eight is Age of Empires Two. Number nine is Halo Three, and number ten is Journey. And number eleven is Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> number like eleven. It. Yeah. 
All right. I wonder what my number number 11 would be. Yeah, that's a good question. Should we take a break so I can go pee? Yeah, we can take a break. Before we hit the feedback. I got to refocus. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll take it. We'll take a quick break and be back with uh, we'll skip right to feedback in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. 300 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment, which I should have called up during the break, but I didn't. But I will call it up right now. Hit it, Dad. I know. What? Um, yeah. Oh. Whoa. Did you find it? I did. <laughs> okay. Um, first one's from Ryan in Iowa. Who's uh? This one, I think he wants you to read it, Corey. Oh, Dude, would you rather no, read it? Just read it. No, go ahead. All right. It says, "Hey fellas, apologies since it has been uh, a while, but our wedding and our honeymoon, and then starring soccer, got me busy as hell. Firstly, thanks to yourselves and Idaho Jake for the shout out uh, about our wedding a few episodes back. Valerie and I greatly appreciated it. Uh, it lived and surpassed the hype and emotions of the big day." And your guys' shout-out reminder uh, reminded us the big day after coming off that high. I am sure Eric and Dan can relate. Pause if they wish to discuss that. You're not supposed to read that part, Dan. I'm reading everything. Corey, (laughs) temper your expectations, damn it. Do you want to discuss that, Dan? (laughs) Why don't you guys discuss that? Yeah, let's discuss. Go ahead, Eric. Yours (laughs) Uh, is more recent. What was the question? Just uh, coming off the high of the, the the wedding day. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it was pretty great, you know. I mean, you find now. Granted, I've been married twice. We all know that. That's the, the elephant in the room is out of the way. Uh, <laughs> specifically talking of my second wedding because that is the better of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you you there's a lot of build up to the, to that day, which is, um, can be a little frustrating at times and maybe even a little trying on the relationship at times, but, but, you know, everything comes together on that, on the special day with, with, uh, with your significant other. And, uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's really maybe not in this case, because I was pretty shit faced. Uh, but what I imagine when you're not super shit faced, is you know you kind of come together and kind of have like a deep breath together and relax a little bit and you know you just kind of go on from there with your life and it's it's not necessarily different but it's it's really nice to know that uh you found somebody who you can you know kind of share your life with and have a best friend you know for the rest of your life with and mm-hmm. uh it's 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 really I'm not being a schmuck here it really is one of the best feelings in the world when yeah. you find that person and you really you have somebody to share that with. So we're really happy for you guys. Uh, I wish that uh, we could have been there. And we re- when you renew your vows in 20 years, if we're still doing the podcast, <laughs> I will come to your fucking renewal. Renewal, yeah. Uh, but yep. we're really happy for you guys. Ditto. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, second, if none of you or the other listeners ha- or have not taken a chance to listen to the relatively new S-Town podcast... Which you talked about, right, Eric? 
Yes, I did a couple S-Town. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, very much has a true detective season one feel, but obviously different as it is in podcast form. Is from the people that did Serial and better than than it in my opinion. But the production value and the skilled research is all there that Serial provided for me. It hits home of when I lived in the Florida Panhandle and the redneck and country life of the citizens of the southern states. I think Corey will really love the story, and Eric might enjoy it. And more so relate, uh, since he now lives in the South, albeit not the Deep South. It should still be relatable for you, Eric. For video game talk, did you want to chime in? Yeah, Eric? yeah, let's just chime in really quick. Uh, here's the thing, uh, Ryan. I know that uh, none of us are actually from the South here on the podcast, but we are from a very country redneck town in, yeah. in upstate New York. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. A lot of times New York can be misconstrued as a city place. Uh, very much far from the truth from where we are from. There's one, well, there's two traffic lights now. Yeah. Now so it's yeah. A fairly recently developed, developed, recent thing. development. Yep. Yes. Uh, you know, so I, I could relate maybe not a hundred percent, but yes, kind of, uh, more S-Town, than you would think. Yeah. More than you would imagine. Uh, S town was fantastic. That is the kind of podcast that I love. Um, if you're familiar with this American life, it's kind of like that. It's, it's just kind of a regular dude who gets a hold of these people and they look into what he was asking them to look into and just kind of goes from there. And, um, I thought it was awesome. I was like, I was riveted the entire time. I, I busted through the seven episodes really quickly. So I, I definitely would agree with Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was that one time Corey played, uh, a video in the, in the chat of our, it was a walkthrough of our hometown, wasn't it? Yeah. What? Yeah. Someone someone had put on YouTube like a walkthrough of Newark Valley or something. That was years ago, I think. Yeah, I think was that. it Who did was that? It, it was Mike in Minnesota that was like that looks like my hometown too. Or something something along those lines. There's where he lived now. It was yeah, it wasn't it like an older person that was doing narration too? There was. Actually, I'm playing right now a video. One of my best friends' brother, um, has a drone video of the town I'm playing right now and on, on the twitch.tv slash thumbstick athletes live stream that we do every week. So if you nice. want a good idea of what Wait our hometown is like, this is Newark Valley. It's yes, beautiful. sir. It's not it nearly pro- as beautiful as it's coming off in this. I was going to say, it probably looks nice from the sky. Yes. You drive adorable. Through, like, Oh my, come God. on guys. Like, like Newark Valley is not that bad. Yes, it's, it dude, is. Dude, Corey, I haven't the slightest bit of desire to go back to Newark Valley. Not a that's not fucking what I, bit. That's not what I'm saying. And and I get you, like, the personnel of the town and, like, the economics of the town and the surrounding area are very poor. But in terms of uh, geographical, you know, like, the fog in Newark Valley first thing on a Saturday morning, it's it's adorable. That no, only no, co- that, no, that Absolutely only- not. That only covers up the town for like two hours in the morning, and then the fog lifts, and you're like, "Wow, what a dump!" You guys yeah, need a little more appreciation from where you came from. That's no, Corey, it, no, Corey. absolutely not. The place sucks. Corey, I'm gonna lay this on you. Maybe this can be my confession that we were talking about earlier. I've actually come around on upstate New York a lot. Why? Upstate New York is beautiful. Why though? That's fine, but not specifically it's, Newark Valley. It's not where Dad? I ultimately want to be, but I don't hate on it nearly as much as I used to. Why? Oh. Dad's move away from it and tell me that. Oh my god! I have. I, I moved away and I uh, came back to a different portion of it, and yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, but I, I you moved away to away from it until like the exact opposite. That's yeah. a pretty big change. I and should I be more back. clear when I say that. 
I don't. I don't know. This is where all of my friends are. This is where all my family is. Like, it's a very nice, naturey looking area. Like, sure, it's poor. No, it's it sucks. It's boring. But like, it, you if you drive down Main Street in Newark Valley, all the like rundown house. I I don't mean like the. I'm the not nature sitting here the, saying it's beautiful, but like right. the actual nature part of it isn't that bad. Well, Newark that that's Valley fine. We're, we're 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 talking I'm about not the, the Newark Valley, the town itself. I'm talking about the town. Yeah, Newark, me too. Specifically, Newark Valley. I should be clear. I don't know. I just mom don't. and dad. Mom and dad's neighbors across the street are scum of the earth. The people two doors down are scum of the earth. They're surrounded by by scum of the earth. That's not fair. It is fair. Dan, Will, that is back me up on this. I also, well, yeah, they're scum, but I also know a ton of people from Newark Valley who are also that aren't good scum. People. Sure, but that's well, anywhere. Sure, you don't have that anywhere. Yeah. So. Why are we condemning Newark Valley on uh, it's why, two, and, and, two people? And why are they scum of the earth? Because well, they're that's uh, a whole other ball wax. Financially troubled and no. like just no, like, no, no, the no. way they the act, whole, like or, riding, yeah. like raising farm animals in their backyard and riding like dirt no, bikes on the street. That like, doesn't that make them scum so, of the earth. No, or, no, 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 the way they act and their personalities and the way that they can they conduct themselves in public. Is what makes them scum of the earth. I would take uh, them over some of the people I've met elsewhere. Well, any, I any mean, sure, out. there's shitty people everywhere, but Dan's not wrong for calling that out, Corey. I think scum I of will. the earth is one of the biggest insults you can lobby on a person, and I don't think call it's very. Call a spade cool. a spade, goddammit. That's Corey, the problem in this country. You can't call a spade they're not a spade. Spades, they're clubs. Let, let Will chime in because he lives <laughs> yeah. acro- he lives across the street from this. Now, Fair yes. Enough. Okay, so Corey, I think while what you're saying is true, the people who do live across the street from us are very scummy. I woke up to a domestic dispute at 3 a.m. that I sat on my porch and watched of a male tackling a female screaming the F word (laughs) at her repeatedly with children in the house. I've seen the cops. I've seen the cops there, I would venture a, a dozen times. Um, the brother has been arrested a lot. I know a cop who patrols Newark Valley from three to eleven. Uh, every at least once a week, they're over there dealing with them. They're they're scummy people. I rest my case. But I'm not coming down on Newark Valley as a whole because of them. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's uh, move on. Back to back to Ryan's email. I'm not know. ready to move on. <laughs> <laughs> For, this is uh, uh, Ryan's email continued. He says, for video game talk, I hope you guys do a hangover episode of Horizon. Will needs a deep dive into it, and especially the snow areas. There's so much deep story, and I personally have barely scratched it, as I've played 30 hours or so and have done a ton of side quests and cauldrons and not much main story yet. Finally, Mass Effect Andromeda. So much to be said, but I have about 18 hours to do it. I feel like I am still in the tutorial. The one thing you guys didn't mention about it yet is the first person travel you do with the ship. The Tempest to each planet or anomaly, I think it is super cool and badass and just what I wanted to see and visualize when I was a child discovering about space. I read online lots of people hated it and wanted to skip it, uh, and they just added that mechanic to appease those complainers. Who are these people and why? The game is about space and exploration. Fucking enjoy flying and a fiction flying and a fictional fictional spaceship to semi-fictional planets. And flying through an asteroid belt to a new planet is fucking awesome in the game. And if you could do that in real life, it would be the greatest thing. Uh 
the greatest thing you and the rest of the human race could ever do. Sorry, but that part is amazing in the game, and I can't believe more than 10 people ever would complain about that. I'm about to get on a cruise ship for a honeymoon, and I will be putting uh, uh, putting and fostering about of hours in the multiplayer when I get back in eight days. Well, thanks for 300 episodes, fellas. Hopefully you get an hour's worth of feedback, and I imagine this is a healthy start. Your free and passionate podcast enhances mine and my wife's lives on a weekly basis. We can't thank you enough. Truly, your friend and fellow gamer, Ryan in Iowa. Thanks, Ryan. That was very kind words. That was very kind. Long-time listener. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, Ryan's been listening for a very long time. Valerie, shortly after. Um, so, uh, again, thanks thanks for listening to us. And, I mean, we're just a bunch of idiots. I'm glad you. I'm glad people like us. We're literally four idiots that <laughs> like just happen to get together every week and, and couldn't be closer to the truth. Talk about idiotic things. Yes. But uh, I have some thoughts on the Mass Effect, but I think yeah, we have ahead. another feedback based on Mass Effect, so I'll wait till we get there. Okay. Uh, so that's from Ryan in Iowa. The next one is from Alex, who says, Hey, guys, congrats on hitting 300, even though it's been only a month since I started listening to you. Feels like I know the whole crew, and I'm excited to see what the next 300 episodes have in store. So I got my copy of Stardew Valley, and I was wondering if there are any tips for starting off. I listened to the two-part podcast you guys did on the game, but I was wondering if there was anything else or anything new to add to that. Have a great weekend, and I hope you guys party it up. Alex. Damn. Tips on Stardew Valley. Yeah, Yeah, I can't remember a single one. I know we talked about tips a little bit in our our two-part episode. Um... Uh, I'm going to say don't waste your time clearing your entire field right off the bat. Only clear the the sections that you're going to use. Because, like, all the grass and stuff grows back during changes of seasons. So I wouldn't even worry about that until you actually like end up getting to the those spots that you need. Because I feel like when I first started out, I felt like, oh, I need to clear my field right away. And uh, I didn't clear the whole thing, but I cleared a lot more of it than I actually needed. You only have enough money to plant a few crops right off the bat. Um, so, yeah, I would say don't worry about cleaning more than you need. That's a good tip. And uh, yeah, I can relate to that. I'm I'm pretty sure I cleaned like one sixteenth of my farm and I got through the game no problem. Yeah. Uh it's all about maximizing profits based on the the crops that you plant. I can't oh my gosh, it's been so long since I played I can't remember too many Use rainy one of the especially in the early game, one of the things you spend a lot of time doing too is uh watering your crops. So when it rains, use that to your advantage and go fishing or exploring in the forest or what have you and gather things to increase your profits. You probably are already doing that. I don't know. But uh, yeah, well, once I uh, I guess once I kind of beat the game or came close to beating the game, once I got the greenhouse, I put all blueberries in there. Yeah. And just raked in the profit. It was unbelievable how much money I started making after that. It was great. That's my tip. Stardew Valley should be in my top ten. I was just thinking that actually, it I would probably be none of you mentioned it. <laughs> it would probably be like twelve, I guess. I've con- I, I considered it, um, but since Final Fantasy fifteen beat it, or Enderall and Final Fantasy fifteen beat it out last year, I had a hard time. I yeah, just spilled my beer on the floor. I had, <laughs> I had a hard time uh, justifying that one and not those other two. Sure. 
Which is another weird, like, how does that happen? Like, Stardew Valley is the game I think more about than Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Even though I picked Final Fantasy 15. I think that objectivity plays into it a little bit when we're doing our Game of the Year awards. It's like, okay, what game do I consider superior overall, even though I have my own personal preference personal preference you cut you kind of factor in the i don't even want to say like the mass market value but factor in like there's other factors i I think i think the critical thinking comes out in us too i don't think that's a bad thing like yes we've been doing this and we've always based it on like our subjective opinions but i think when we're doing especially like thummies game of the year kind of things i think the objective more um like which game objectively is better than the other. I think that comes out a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Sure. Maybe we're just becoming pro reviewers. No. And we're all going to get hired. We're all going to get hired by IGN. (laughs) No, no, no. That'd be the day. (laughs) I wouldn't work for IGN. I wouldn't work for anybody. Too corporate. Just myself. I've been really lobbying for a Polygon job for a while now, but they haven't Don't you dare join Polygon. (laughs) Don't you fucking dare. I don't think we'd fit in there. No, but maybe he could be the voice of reason. No, (laughs) there is no reason over there. No, Corey would be the the writer everybody There's no room for reason in Polygon. Corey would be ostracized. Corey would be too edgy. Yeah. Start rocking the boat a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Make him a little uncomfortable. You wouldn't get invited to that golf league. No, they don't have a golf league. It's too uh, uh, patriarch. Yeah, because Patri- <laughs> I mean, golf stands for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. So right, they definitely right. don't. Polygon. Play golf. They look down on the golf league. Golf I'd league just went and be like, my book. "Yo, Aloy's a great character," and then I'll be like, "Yeah, Corey's awesome." Promote Corey. <laughs> not denying, not denying that Alloy isn't a great character. Right? No, that's why I said it. Oh. But he's giving him a softball to start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Putting it up on a tee for him. <laughs> How Aloy changed my life. <laughs> Day one article by Corey Murtha. How Aloy changed my life. I like that. Right. We're going down a rabbit hole. Let's continue <laughs> feedback. So that was from that was from Alex. Uh, next is from uh, Mike in Minnesota, who says. Congrats, boys. Did not only did I spend the last week catching up on new episodes, but I went back and listened to some of the gems from years gone by. I was amazed at how similar the pilot episode sounded to the current episodes. Just a bunch of nerds sitting around chatting about games. Uh, (laughs) On a side note, Will sounds noticeably less swole than he does now. (laughs) (laughs) If I didn't hate the sound of my voice, I'd go back and listen. Will was also like 14, right? Yeah. As he was, he was young because dad used to have to bring him because he couldn't drive himself. Were you really 14? 15. See, OK, I didn't get my license right away. I was 16. I waited till I was like 18 to get it. Oh, that's right. That's part of it. Yeah. He says, I currently have about 65 hours into Andromeda and I still don't know how I feel about it. Clearly, I enjoyed enough to put that many hours in, but I also feel like it's pretty shallow. I like the world that's being built, but the game itself feels like something that would have been released years ago. Whatever comes next will need to take a serious step forward. That's about all I have. Congrats again, and hopefully there will be many more episodes to come. Or I know you played a lot more Andromeda. What's your 
I did, and I'm I'm more um, I'm more in in Mike's opinion of things than I was the past few weeks. I think it's tough because I did go back and read some reviews of Mass Effect Two when that game first came out, and most of them said um, because of how good Mass Effect Two was, it increased their appreciation of the first one even more. And I and that comes back to what we talked about in the the previous episodes when we when we covered Andromeda about how Andromeda compares to Mass Effect One, mm-hmm. and I I still genuinely feel Andromeda as a whole is a is a superior game to Mass Effect One, but we do not have the context of two more games fleshing out that universe to or help even, out Andromeda, or even one more game. Like in, or in even your one case, more game. like you said, reading Mass Effect Two reviews. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's a big part of it. And but I'm with Mike, like in playing it, I've done so many like side things that seem like they should be important somewhere, but they're just not. It just kind of falls flat. It's like, oh, I made this big decision and this seems important, but it never shows up again. Yeah, but I feel like the original trilogy was kind of littered with some of that stuff too. Like And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I think it would help to have the context of one or even Game two more two. games to to flush out that universe a little bit more and make those decisions a little more meaningful. Yeah, because I, f- I mean, I feel like it, especially like from the first game into the second one, some of the decisions were big or even like the decisions that could get your crew members killed in the second game. Uh, but there's other ones that that you never feel like panned out to anything. Yeah. Or if it did, it was just something very minor, like. I think of uh, the rack, the Rachni decision from um, Mass Effect One. You know, yeah. whether or not you kill the Rachni Queen or save the Rachni Queen. Like, I don't feel like that. It seemed it like that was a really huge decision that would pan out, uh, like re- have really big consequences later on the game, and it it was it very minor until like, Game Three. It well, it was Game Three, but it was also like it wasn't. It was a blurb in Game sure. Three. Like you had a little a little mission that you went on that involved the Rachni and then, uh, you know, they ended up helping you construct the, but, um, but that's a really good point thing was because even within that game where you're making that decision, you don't see the fruits of that decision until game three following game, even though it wasn't much, but you know, in the context of the one yeah. game, like you're making yeah. the decision, you're not seeing the results of it at all. It felt like a huge decision that you were making too, like saving this race that, that menaced the the entire galaxy for a while, whether or not you're going to save that or kill it off. And it just, you know, never ends up panning out to too much. Right. Well, that said, I just want to make one more point about Mass Effect. I I have played a ton more, probably 10 or 15 hours more since last week. But uh, one thing we didn't talk too much about in our coverage of it is the augmentations for the weapons and gear. Mm -hmm. So much fun. I didn't realize like all the customization you can do and you come across crazy, like ultra rare augmentations for your guns. So I have a uh, I fully upgraded the N7 sniper rifle Mm -hmm. in that research field and have the heat seeking (laughs) <laughs> augmentation on it nice so i have this n7 sniper rifle with uh five ammo clip and i just shoot in the general vicinity of the enemy and the the heat seeking plasma bullets just find them and just hit them as long as they're not behind cover uh, so it's pretty cool and that's just like one example of the crazy kind of augmentation things you can do is it the I type of thing too where you can shoot slightly above cover and it'll like drop onto them or I haven't had too much luck doing that. I'm not okay. sure why. 
Um, I don't know if they sort of tried to avoid that or what, but yeah. even even with another know... augmentation on my gear that gives me plus 10% accuracy, gives me 100% accuracy with my rifle, but when I try to shoot at them uh, when they're behind cover, it still doesn't hit. I don't know why. Just some yeah. quirk of the game, I guess. But if they're not behind cover, it definitely hits them every time. Okay. Yeah, because I started using not just... I, I was using the Raptor pistol and then the... Or no, Raptor rifle... I don't know, but I ended up using a, a high-powered sniper rifle too, so I'll you know pick targets off with that. And then when I get to mid-range is when I use the the, the semi-automatic sniper rifle. And then when I get close, I use my pistol with the exploding bolts on it. It's, it's worked out pretty nicely so far. So yeah, no, I'm I'm just to sum up though, I'm with Mike on the the shallowness of of what's going on. Yeah, great game in my it, opinion. It, it, yeah, it feels shallow for now, especially, but it may, may, it may end up being, uh, you know, game changing. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping Bioware learned their lesson a little bit from the first trilogy with that stuff, because I think some people did complain like, oh, uh, again, with the Rachni thing, like that never ended up really panning out too much. And I'm I'm hoping that Bioware kind of addresses that with if, if they end up making a new trilogy with 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 that, you know, well, they seem to be they're responding making, they, they to. Seem- yeah, criticisms. Criticisms definitely. of this game, especially, you know, they're like we're, we're they're vowing to make it better and all that stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm just ready for new Dragon Age. Are we going to get a new Dragon Age at E3 this summer? <clears throat> I don't know. No, I'm going to say no. I'm ready. Ready. Dragon. It would have to be it would have to be a prequel, wouldn't it? No, I can't they, they got room to go to Orle. They already went to Orle. With three. Which one? That three. was they were in Orle? Yeah. I don't remember it all blends together. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so thanks, Mike. This is from Idaho Jake who says, Hey guys, congrats on episode three hundred. I hope you guys get drunk because I'll be alongside you. Uh I think the only one of you that hasn't really changed is Will started the podcast in school and he is still in school. One of my favorite stories is Eric shitting his pants. I believe it was in Dan's back seat or it was Corey's. Uh, well, into my Easter, my fun Easter weekend and week, my oldest was doing tricks on the ramp and I was telling him to do a certain trick, but he said he couldn't. So I said, hold. Uh, so I had my hold my beer moment. Uh, so I got in the ramp and showed him. So after I showed him a couple of times, he told me to do another trick, so I tried, and my ankle lost. My ankle popped so loud, my son, my son said he heard it. So oh, Monday, no. I stayed home and ended up beating and platinumed Horizon. Damn, that game is so good. So I let my nephew borrow it, and he's letting me borrow it. I will we'll be starting that tomorrow. Okay, here's a special Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History. The Great Podcast, thump, the great podcast Thumbstick Athlete Celebrate. Episode 300 on 4-2017. In 2001, Spider-Man, one of my favorite games, was released on the Dreamcast in U.S. And 2009, Zynga Games re- was reported to have closed its doors. Zynga Games was reported to have closed its doors. Uh, now, since this is a special episode, here's Idaho Jake's This Day in Sports History. In 1986, Jordan scores 63 points in a playoff game. In 2006, Sidney Crosby becomes the youngest NHL player to reach 100 points in a season. He was 18 years old, 253 days. And in 1983, Wayne Gretzky sets a playoff record for most points in a playoff game with seven. Four goals and three assists. Well, thanks guys for the many years and many episodes of entertainment. And let's set for, let's get set for 300 more. Carry on guys. 
I still say some crazy sports Jake. stats. I yeah, wow. say they don't. Uh, no one like Wayne Gretzky will ever come along again. No, probably not. You're talking. See the most know. dominant player in in their sport ever. Oh God, yeah. Him or Bobby Orr. It's 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 Lemire. even arguable that he is the most dominant player in sports. Yeah. Period. That's what I mean. Right. That's yeah, I mean. that's that's the argument. I mean, I don't know other sports as well as I know hockey and and hockey's a little, like you can't compare really hockey to football. It's not not a good comparison. You well, know, like Gretzky or baseball. Jordan. It's like, it, well, it, he's right. It would be Gretzky or Jordan, probably. It's just crazy because it's like, OK, so a, a Hall of Fame season in the NHL is 100 points, right? Plus, yeah, yeah. Connor McDavid I mean, had in his first full year and Gretzky had over 200 in how many seasons? Two or had, three. He had 215 points in the the most most points in one season. It was like 92 goals and however many assists. I mean, it's it's sickening. It is sickening. That will never happen again. I'm sorry, it won't happen again. Goaltending is too good nowadays for something like like that to happen. I mean, we're trending in a more offensive league again, and like I said, we only had one 100 point player. Yeah. And even Connor McJesus, like I think he's going to top out at 120, maybe well, in yeah, his one, career at, at one, best. I've, yeah, when all the pieces are in place in Edmonton, I can only talk about hockey too because that's the sport I know the best. Basketball, I know, I know Jordan was dominant, but I don't know basketball as well. So, see, with baseball, it's so hard. Like I can't think of somebody who far and away was just so dominant oh mark yeah. mcguire sammy sammy sosa <laughs> alex <Yeah>. rodriguez <laughs> oh, that's great <laughs> sports 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 tom brady i guess would be the the guy right yeah for yeah. championships definitely yeah i think overall oh yeah Probably definitely. He's That's still going strong. It's, yeah, got to be the best quarterback ever at this point. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. pretty exciting to think about in my lifetime. Like watching the best quarterback ever and the Giants beating him twice is very exciting to me. <laughs> Super Bowl. I was rooting for the for the Patriots both times. <laughs> I I mean I I can understand why from your perspective, but that's why they lost. Right. Well, because you were rooting for them. Yeah. <laughs> You should have been rooting for the Giants, and then they would have lost. Yeah. Eric, can you root for Montreal uh, next time the Rangers play? Nah, I'm pulling for the Rangers. Shut your damn mouth, you <laughs> sick bastard. Uh, I want the Predators to win. All right. You mean you want them to lose next series? Well, yeah. I'll, yes. You know what I mean. <laughs> the Rangers have had enough glory in their days. They what? really haven't. <laughs> I mean, they're hurting, man. They really are. Well, maybe they're not hurting. They're in the playoffs every fucking year. Yeah, but they're not. Tell me they're hurting. They're not impressive ever. It doesn't matter. I mean, they half have, the league makes the playoffs, but they're one more than season. half the league makes. The yeah, playoffs. slightly more than half. Yeah, that's crazy. Sixteen they, teams make it. Fourteen don't. Wow. The only impressive postseason the Rangers had was twenty fourteen. Yeah, when yeah, they went to the mean, finals. Even even so, that's, that's only three years ago. I mean, they're an original six team, and they only have four cups. You want to trade? Would you take yeah. Eichel and 
Ryan O'Reilly and Ristolainen over what the Rangers have, Corey? Yeah. Over the, the yeah, currently maybe. I would. But I'm would just saying, like, I, I'd rather see the Predators win. Corey, when was the last dominant range, other than Lundqvist, like, offensive just juggernaut of a player that was exciting? Yager. Yeah. Right, out, right after the lockout, Yarmir Yager. Okay, yeah, he, so had like, he, he had, like, 125 points, didn't he, or 126? Yeah, Joe, Joe Thornton beat him by one point Yeah, that season. He had 129, I think. That but year. a lot of that is because the Rangers had literally nothing. It was all Yager. And I, I'll never forget like those power plays when it was just feed Yager the puck. And he had like six shots every power play for the Rangers. <laughs> yeah. But they made the playoffs that year. So, I mean, it worked. They're in the playoffs every year. Yeah. Yeah, they've only That's... been not in one in my Two, lifetime. Two things, I think, since the 2006 lockout or yeah. 2004 lockout. The only one I remember is the Jokinen uh, shootout. shootout. And it was yeah. awful. God. Holy fucking Jokinen. Holy <laughs> Jokinen, eh? Lundqvist deserves okay. better. Yep. All right. That's from Jake. I got one from Tito, which I will play right now, I think. It's a voice. This is Tito from LA. Um, first off, congratulations on episode 300. That's a really big deal. So good job, Dan, Will, Corey, Eric. Um, you, you don't know how much your podcast means to me. This is definitely my video game book club. So thank you for everything. Um, I started listening, I think, episode 84. Mm the Bioshock Infinite episode, and I haven't stopped since. Um, so thank you so much, guys. That's a really big deal. Moving on, um, I've been focusing on Horizon Zero Dawn. I've done about mainly every kind of side quest that you can do, collecting all the figures and stuff. So now I'm just focused on the story, and the story is so good. Um, I hope, if, Corey, you haven't gotten bored with the game yet, if you still plan on continuing um i really hope you just focus on the story because i think from a sci-fi standpoint it's really cool um i I know dan will find it really interesting and i think this game is good enough to deserve hopefully in the future at some point once everyone or as much as anyone who who's able to play it um a hangover episode um spoiler filled episode to talk about the story much like you guys did with uh, the last of us even though it was much later on, if, if that's the case, because I think there's a lot to talk about. Um, there's really cool ideas in the story. And in fact, the way it plays out is really cool, too, um, that I'm interested in hearing uh, Corey's thoughts on it. So hopefully, Corey, if you do, if my suggestion to you is to it's so it's a, it's a really big game. So I it, it's not like Skyrim, where if you only focus on doing the story, you're playing it wrong. Like, no, it, it's still really great. Um, if you just focus on the story, and I think that'll benefit you more. Um, I can't wait for Dan to play this game because I really want to talk about the the game, the story, especially with Dan. Um, I think this is definitely a game that deserves a Hangover episode um, or a spoiler-filled episode because uh, I know several listeners have played it. You know, uh, I've seen like Ryan, some other people on PlayStation uh, playing the game. I, so I think there's enough interest in that kind of episode 
and it, it's it's so good. I think you know, especially from a technical standpoint, it's a kind of a landmark game. The way how, how beautiful it is, and definitely this year, you know, we've seen a lot of developers kind of nail this open world game, especially with uh, with Guerrilla Games. Uh, on the first game too, because we've seen with like the first Mass Effect and the first Assassin's Creed, where we knew it was a great idea, and it wasn't until the sequel that they finally like got it right. Um, right off the get go, coming off a first person shooter and Killzone, boom, they they give us this masterpiece, um, and I th- I think it's is well deserving of um, um, a more focused episode because on the the Horizon episode, I think Eric was the only one that really put some time into it. So hopefully later down the line this year. Um, once Will gets his hands on it and Dan, maybe you guys um, kind of go back and talk about the sci-fi element. Because I, I think you all will enjoy the ideas that they had and what goes on and what happened to the old ones and everything. It's really cool. Um, last off, I was showing my brother my Switch. I'm, I'm in Florida for a wedding. So I'm showing him Switch. Funny enough, I planned on playing it on the airplane and I didn't. I just fell asleep the whole way. Um, and unfortunately he saved over my game file when he started a new game because I forgot to tell him to start a new profile was, I was expecting him to just continue from my game file and he was just trying it out. He's older than me and he used to be way more into games than I was growing up. Uh, but now he's too old and he doesn't really, he only plays like small mini game type stuff. And, uh, and the irony is after saving my file, he was like, oops, I think I saved over your file. And then 10 minutes later, he's just bored. Because he just is too old and he doesn't have time to, he just doesn't have time for big games, he was saying. So, you know, not only he saves over my file, just just, just so that he can be bored 10 minutes oh. in that time. Um, but when I picked it back up, I had a feeling that if I checked my load game, if I checked the load, under load game, um, sure enough, there was still one one file of my previous playthrough. So I was able to bring back all my stuff. So oh, that would have been... If, if I couldn't recover that, I definitely would have been done with Zelda because I haven't really touched my Switch much in a month. And in fact, I'm probably going to sell it and maybe a year later I'll, I'll go back and pick up another Switch when they're more available and there's more games. That's all I got. Um, uh, congratulations again um, on episode 300. That's really awesome. I'll see you guys around. Thanks, Tito. Um, Horizon. I cannot wait to play Horizon. Corey, give me Will's PlayStation right now. Uh, yeah, just dri- I think just drive um, it down. Of all of us, I think the game speaks to Dan more than than anybody. Oh yeah, Dan liked it the best. I can't and wait I, to play it, and I love it. And even in my brief, you know, four or five hours or so, I think it's a better game than, than Mass Effect Andromeda, mm-hmm. for what that's worth, Dan. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I like the tip on to focus on the story. The issue I have with these games, though, is it's like, like, yeah, the story is the best part for me, but I can't help myself but try to do everything, you know? Yeah, I'm the same way. I have to do everything or close to everything, you know? I just can't, I I just can't, I can't mainline a game. Uh, And that's what I'm struggling with, with, like, Mass Effect. Like, I'll spend... I'll play the game for like five hours on a week, day, night or whatever. You know, girlfriend's at work. I got all this time. But all I've accomplished is like finding waypoints on a map. And yeah. it ultimately leads to zero story, yeah. you know? Yep. And it's like, I well, same, I did that and I ticked the boxes and pushed the numbers up a little bit, but ultimately got nothing out of it. Yeah. You know? 
but I can't help see, but do it. See, I I get stuff. I I get things out of that. It doesn't. I don't. I don't feel like I accomplish nothing when that happens to me. Really though, because yeah. it's it's literally just yeah. checking boxes. Like you get no lore drip. You get no anything. I know, but it. it Are you talking the, about Zelda? No, I'm talking about specific, specifically like with Mass Effect Andromeda. I oh. feel like I'm at least helping the Andromeda Initiative, I guess, even if it's minor. Like I don't, I don't feel like I need to see a uh, a reward, a pay, a pay, off for a pay yeah, a payoff. At least if, if I feel like I'm helping the Andromeda Initiative. But how do you feel like that, other than seeing the number go from 96% to 98%? Like it's just literally a ticker in the corner. Yeah, there you go. That's all he needs. Uh, yeah, I, I have yeah. maybe I don't know if low expectations or low low standards <laughs> is the right word for it, but I, I guess I just don't mind that, that stuff. Sounds like as it. Much, as much as as much as much as other people do. Did you fight any of the architects? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. I've slayed two of them. Yeah, I've gotten two. I think two. It's not bad. Not a bad boss fight. Yeah, I, I, they're all the same, though, which kind of frustrates me a little bit. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's the same bad guy, but you're fighting them in different circumstances, I guess. Yeah, that makes fair sense. enough. Yeah, I did make the mistake. Uh, pro tip for Mass Effect Andromeda is you not get in the the nomad. What's it called? Yeah, the nomad. No, I don't know. Nomad. Yeah, that sounds right. Yes, I Mako is from before. Nomad is this one. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Do not get in the Nomad while you're fighting the Architect. It bugs it out. It's happened to me multiple times. I spent about an hour trying to kill an Architect, unsure of why it kept bugging out and I couldn't kill it. Turns out it was because I got in the, the Nomad to chase it. You're not supposed to do that. You got to stay on foot. Oh, really? See, I've gotten in the Nomad to chase it. And it, hasn't and it worked? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, like when it starts running away? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've I've gotten in the Mako every time because I, I it makes it seem like it's gonna fly off, and if you don't chase it in the Nomad, you're gonna lose it. But yep. that's not the case. It doesn't go very far away, but I still get I still get in the Nomad. But you're right. That's the prompt. They're like, oh, we gotta follow it before it gets away. So it's like yeah. obviously your first reaction is, oh shit, let's get in the fucking car and chase it. Yeah. When in reality, or at least based on the bug, all they want you to do is chase it on foot, like two meters away you know it's like not a big deal yeah but anyway i digress yes we will do a horizon zero dawn hangover once all of us have had the opportunity to play it um i will probably be the last one to play it i will play it as soon as i possibly can i'll have to borrow will's playstation for a long weekend or something and i'll i'll binge it and get through it speaking of going back this week yeah yeah i think so I'm going to... Uh, Will, when do you want your PlayStation back? Uh, I finished school, like, one of the last weeks in May. Oh, okay. So I got, like, another month? Yeah. Okay. I'll be good. I'm going to beat Mass Effect. I'll try to beat Horizon, and then you'll have it back. No, I want you to beat Until Dawn. Yeah, that's another one. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to giving you extra time. Oh, uh, well, just give yeah. it to me when Corey's done with it. I'll just I'll just run through what I need to play, which is Horizon, That's and then fine. I'll give it back to you. I'll still be playing Zelda. Me too, probably. <laughs> we'll still be floating around the atmosphere. 
pathetic losers. I, I've got 90 hours in it. 90. Over, it says over 90 on my, my played time. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah uh, I, I am exploring. But and, what? But yeah, like what? <laughs> to the, like I, I keep finding new and wondrous places in it. Oh, new Korok seeds? No. I've only I've gotten fewer Korok seeds than I have shrines, actually. Just finding a bunch of rusty long swords too, Corey. No, I've got pretty sweet, sweet traveler gear. shields. Yeah. Oh no. You know, I'm with you. the The exploration aspect is really cool, but like one day I just decided I would hit all the towers, and then after I did that, I'm like, well, I explored everything. You didn't though. Just all the towers. Yeah. No. no, I still find amazing things in places. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like I said, 90 hours in, I still every time I play, I'm like, oh, my God, like what I'll what I'll do is I'll go on the map and I'll I'll go to an area that I haven't unlocked a lot of uh, shrines and I'll go explore that area, which there's still a few of them. Uh, I think I've gotten 88 shrines at this point that I've done Um, and I'll find something cool and new that I haven't seen yet in 90 hours worth. Yeah, I mean there there is cool stuff to discover. We talked about that island uh, a couple weeks ago. I forget the yeah. name of it. I mean that was cool. The one shrine that's behind all the darkness where you can't see anything, and then there's yeah. that guy that has the orb, the Hinoch or whatever that has the orb that you have to steal from him yep. or kill him to take it. Mm-hmm. I mean that stuff's cool. That's not in your face. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that was there unless you went and discovered and it. Look for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of that sort of stuff in the game, but I mean, I don't know. I just today actually beat the, the fourth divine beast. Nice. Yeah, it was, it, it was probably the easiest one. I probably mountain one. Yeah, no. Yeah. The mountain one, it probably took 20 minutes. Did you have a difficult time getting to it though? Yes, I did. Yeah, me too. I'm like, why can't I cross this chasm? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you need to shoot it with the freaking guns. And I'm like, I had no idea. So I had to go all the way back to the start and do it all over again. I did the exact same thing. After spending over an hour on it. It took me a while to figure that out, yeah. Longer than it should have. I should have known that. But what what can you do? All right, let's do our game giveaway. Because I think that's all of our feedback. So we, we should have... do something a little different with game giveaway. Should we give away a game to everybody who wrote in for episode 300? You know, something yeah. a little special. Yeah, I like that idea. That's actually a great idea. All right, let's do that. I did advise. Now would be the time to write in. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we should just send everybody who wrote in the list and have them pick a game they want. If that's what you want to do, that's fine with me. Let's do that. I'm okay with that. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Although it kind of eliminates the fun of <laughs> doing the random game generation. That was a lot of fun for me. But yeah, I'll do that. I'll just, uh, everybody that sent us an email or any other kind of contact, I will send them the list of our available games. Yep, so it was Ryan, Alex, Mike in Minnesota, Idaho Jake, and Tito. And I think they're all via email, right? Uh, Mike in Minnesota was via our Squarespace submission, but his email address is on there. So okay, yeah, I'll just, just email, email everybody the list of games and just pick one that you want to play. Mm-hmm. It's first come, first serve. That's a good point. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Yeah. 
Whoever if responds you, first. If you end up picking the same game, yes, it is first come, first serve. A lot of the like good games that we have, though, are we have multiple copies of. That is true. So there's inside. that. Side. Jake's still yeah, waiting for his it. other games. That's not true. I sent him his games. Ooh. I emailed him his games. That's that was, bullshit. That was defensive. <laughs> that is bullshit. Corey, easy. The man busts the ankle. Hang on. I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna, I'm doing this live. Do it live. Speaking of. Oh wait, no. In the chat, Jake. I'm still waiting on my other games. Speaking of doing it live, Bill O'Reilly oh, is no more. Oh, Bill O'Reilly, Gonzo. Gonzo. He will always be remembered for doing it live, though. He'll always be the do it <laughs> live do guy. It live. It's good stuff. Let me uh, let me see here. Uh, Bane Hammond. Jake, here's your game. Sorry for being so slow. Scribble Knots Unlimited. Steam Code. Sticks. Master of Shadows. Steam Code. Oh, I, don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm missing here, Jake. Oh, shit. Someone screwed up. It oh, has shit. been brought in. <laughs> Check your goddamn email. <laughs> you sure you got the right email address there, Spark? I might have sent him the wrong game. He said Shadow something, so I sent him the only one that had Shadow in the title, and it was Sticks Master of Shadows. Wait, wasn't there another one? Yeah, Scribble Knots Unlimited. Shadow. He said hit send. <laughs> there is that, too. That happens. That's not even funny. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely sent because it's in my sent mail folder. Bane, yeah, ba- yeah, I have his email address. Bane Hammond. Okay. That's it. So next You're week. done, Jake. <laughs> the free game conspiracy. So next week, at least for now, our plan is individual all-time thummies list. Correct? One game, right? One game. You don't need to do top five. One game that you want to give the award for individual all-time thummies for. Oof, can you pressure. handle that, Corey? It's a high-pressure situation, Dan. Corey, Final really? Fantasy, just... why, don't, why don't we just do a group top ten? That's going to take forever. That would yeah. take forever. That's a nightmare. I couldn't even think of one game we'd all agree on. Rocket League. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Dan and Will would be like, nah. Dissenters. EverQuest. Sure, Everquest Spock wouldn't be Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Ever, we got two for Breath of the Wild too, but EverQuest would be one of them. Yeah, Halo One would probably be one of them. Now, if you guys are all on board for EverQuest, I'm out. I'm out on EverQuest. You're it's not going to be Skyrim. Skyrim's in. I'll yeah, Skyrim's die on a hill for that one. <laughs> it's just going to be littered with Final Fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, Six, probably. Tactics, seven, nine, fifteen. <laughs> Absolutely not. It it would it would too. You're right, Eric. It would be there would be four Final Fantasies in the It'd top. It'd be the 10. dumbest <laughs> top ten list of all time. <laughs> I could Count. literally put six, seven, and tactics on a list. Easily. Yeah. Oh yeah. But we'd have to cut it right there. No, 15 would be on there. No, I haven't played 15, so... 15 is I... not even on your top 10. 15 or 9, Corey? 15, would, 15 and, and 9 would be the next ones to make my list. But I think... Didn't you like 15, Eric? Yeah. Wouldn't that be the one that you might consider being on the top 10? Yeah, over one of those other three. 
not plus those uh-huh. other three. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I even bother having a list. I could even I could even get behind nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck it. I could get behind twelve. <laughs> hey, you just I want to throw 12, twelve on there too? I think yeah, I own. But you know what? Shit, what's the one that had the the game in the dome or the ball? Ten? Yeah, ten. ten. Yeah, put that one in there. No, that one sucked. Why don't we just rank all of the Final Fantasies at some point? Oh my god, I'm busy that week. <laughs> I would do that. Sounds I would like do that too. <laughs> That's pretty much what 275 of our podcasts have been. Ranking Eric. the Final Fantasies. Eric, I'm sensing a lot of angst towards Final Fantasy right, right it's, now. It's like I said earlier with golf. The more people like it, the more I dislike it. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I, I have that towards a lot of things. Yeah. With you fucking jamooks. <laughs> <laughs> when you all agree on something that I don't agree with, I hate it even more. Right, that's why I said if you guys are in on EverQuest, I'm out. <laughs> the thing with if Corey, I... too, too, is that a lot of times it's hard to tell if he's playing devil's advocate or if he really just hates what we're talking about. You know? I'm usually pretty honest. I, I just assume he hates it. Pretty well, genuine guy. But, but a lot of times, like, in... in I, I feel like, and, and and it's good that he does it, that a lot of times Corey likes to play devil's advocate to avoid the the echo chamber situation, which we were, you know, uh, probably worse at, worse at, be, at the beginning. I think now more so we, we yeah. disagree on, on stuff more than we used to. Yeah. My brain shuts down when I hear the word Rocket League. Mm. I don't, I don't know. know. I just feel, I feel like Eric and I are, are more smart about games than you guys are lately. Yeah, I can get on board with that. <laughs> Just <laughs> Will left. Will's done. Will Irish with the goodbye. Irish goodbye. Just Irish goodbye to it. That's fantastic. You didn't even know how to respond to that. That's good time. <laughs> uh, oh, that's fantastic. That's how we end episode three. What a way for the end. <laughs> it's like a, this is like an episode of Monday Night Raw all of a sudden. <laughs> Will turned heel. Oh, Hi. Gracious. Oh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Good stuff. All right. Any other thoughts? Mario Watch Kart it. 8 comes out next Friday, correct? Next Friday, yep. Well, Look the re-release stars. of Mario Kart 8. Here's... Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Stan's 10th favorite game of all time, Corey. Good for Dan. I'm excited to try the battle mode, actually, because they, they actually put battle mode courses on it instead of having the the actual, like, tracks be the battle battle course. Uh, and my, my kids are looking forward to it, too, which will be nice. That was just an oversight to begin with, though. Like, just laziness. Oh, it, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. There is no... That, that literally makes no sense why they did the battle mode the way they did in Mario Kart 8. The you guys know anything about Wonder Boy? Actually, uh, one of my coworkers showed up. The one coworker who who loves Nintendo showed up with his Switch this morning and said, "This is what Wonder Boy is," because we talked about it the other day and showed me him playing it on his Switch. Hmm. It's Does like a like it? it's a two D Mario kind of thing. Hmm. He seems to really like it. it. I'm probably gonna get Mario Kart. I already pre-ordered it from Amazon. Fifty, I think it come fifty one dollars with the discount. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's fine. 
I'd rather it was less, but I would rather I didn't have to pay for it at all. And they just sent me a free copy. Not going to happen. It would be nice. I feel like I've done enough positive talk about Mario Kart 8 that they could, you know, just toss me a free no. copy. <laughs> as no. As much I pro- as you did with Guild Wars. I, pro- I probably wouldn't accept it anyway. They're not I'd Guild Wars. still pay for it. Crusader Kings. Crusader Kings. Crusader Kings. That should be at the top of your list. It should, but at the same time, not more than Final Fantasy VI. And I also try to avoid playing a game like that because it sucks you in and then you don't play anything else. Same with Guild Wars. Yeah. You know, we're kind of in... We're kind of in between that rock and a hard place where we need to keep moving on to other things and can't can't play the the older games that we would like to play. You know, I've liked my strategy for this year though. Like I just play the games that I want to play. Yeah, and don't try to play other things. You know. Yeah. Uh, see, I like to I like to play old games a lot, but I'm playing Breath of the Wild and Andromeda currently. So once I finish those games. Then I can play older games, but I don't know when that's going to happen. The problem for me, Corey, I'm doing that too, but that means I only play soccer games. Sometimes that's okay, though. Whether they be with cars or without cars. Cars are people. Simulated yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And Will's not really playing anything, right, Will? Uh, No, I'm just playing my bicep muscles. Nice. <laughs> Did call Will on Easter uh, to FaceTime with the family, and he had his shirt off. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, first of all, a up came Florida. the corn custard. B, you told me you were gonna tell me when you were gonna call, and then you just called, so I wasn't ready. Will, I think you understand the kerfuffle that goes on when when mother gets involved. <laughs> oh, did Will, she get involved? You... Oh yeah. What were happened? you in Florida for Easter? Yeah. It's the first uh, Easter I've ever missed. Florida. Wow. She's like, find out what Will's doing, set it up. And I was like, okay. And then she didn't say anything. And then like an hour later, she's like, Will never called us. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was like, waiting for us to call him. You know well, how it goes. Well, I didn't want to call while you were eating. Yeah. So I just figured, oh. So that's another thing. We got yelled at for staying at the table too long after... <laughs> We Too much to, conversation. We were told to go into the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I am not surprised. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Shall we put a lid on it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'll do it for episode 300 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Americ. Well, Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.